0: Okay, good evening. I really only um, glanced this mimer a little bit. I taught it in the mornings this week before davening, a few days. Just, mean, taught teaching it. I couldn't teach it because I never learned it. I learned it with the people over here a little bit. It's a pretty fascinating mimer to say that I understand it would be, um, would just simply be not honest. I, I, um, I don't understand it, um, but maybe maybe as we learn it, we'll understand some of it. And I mean, of course, there's many pieces of it that are understood. And the question is, like the, the crux of it, the soul of the ma'amar, and its a p- application to us and our lives it needs needs a lot of work. Still, a lot of work. Well, let's see. I had a wedding today, so. I, I uh, ended up uh, Not preparing the way I should But okay But the mimer pertains to a wedding too So it, I guess it will draw energy from the, from the actual wedding So hopefully Maybe that's why I have to go to the wedding So I can get the energy of the mimer in, Subconsciously But okay Whatever the explanation is um, We're ready to go so Avram Avinu this week is taken, uh, um, Sarah is taken to Avimelech's palace. Last week she was taken to Pares palace. This week she's taken to Avimelech's palace. Avimelech, the king of the Pelishtim. Because Avram Avinu says that she's my sister, because they had this agreement, Avram and Sarah had this agreement that they will, whenever they were asked, like, who they are to each other, they say they're brother and sister, because the custom in those days was if you want to marry a married woman, you kill the husband and you unmarry her. And then you can take the woman. That was basically the way things were. Um, Baruch Hashem, we've uh, progressed. Um, in any case, so the arrangement was you'll say, My sisters, at least they're safe. And then um, afterwards, Avimelech is very upset, very angry at this whole thing. And he comes with massive complaints to Avram How come you jeopardized my safety? and I almost was killed because, because of what you deceived me. So Avram says, I wasn't telling you a lie. She really is my sister. She's, she's my half-sister because she's my sister for my father's house, for my father and not for my mother. She's my sister for my father because we share the same father but we don't share the same mother. Now, what does it mean they share the same father? Avram and Sarah were not brother and sisters, but he was uncle and niece. She was his brother's daughter. He married his niece, his brother's daughter. And since grandchildren are considered like children, so you can up her up one generation, she's in the place of her father, so she is then a sibling to Avram. But her father, Haran, was Avram's brother, but only half-brother because they share the same father, they did not share the same mother. Avram's mother was named Amasla'i. Terach had a wife, Amasla'i, and she was the mother from Avram. Terach had another wife who bore him um, Haran. So Avram and Sarah share the same father, grandfather, so to speak, but they don't share the same mother. So that's what Avram says. She really is my sister. So I didn't lie when I said she's my sister. She really is my sister. But then she became my wife. Now obviously everything in the Torah has very deep secrets. So what does this mean that Avram's relationship with Sarah is she's his sister, but then she's my wife. So she's wife, she's sister. What's going on over here? So that's what this maimer. So there's a Zohar on this. An interesting Zohar um he brings on the bottom over here the zohar on the bottom in the um, um and as I mentioned earlier the reason I'm learning this book is because we're right we, in the beginning of Horatius by the way there's very few mymar in, in Torah or very few and we've learned them already so we have to get a little innovative and find other things to learn so this is a this is fascinating stuff over here they, by, by 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 nature they're they're be they're they're more kabbalistic because it's a beer on the Zohar, so they're generally a little bit more up there. But the mamorim that we were learning, anyways, even in Lakuti Torah Torah or, which are all biurim on the mamorim, are also kabbalistic. So we've been uh, a little bit on the kabbalistic side. Okay, Nishkeferlach. In any case, um, Rav Shimon, uh, um, I'm going to quote over here a little earlier he brings the Zohar on the bottom by footnote 3 he brings the Zohar I'm going to quote a little bit earlier from the Zohar and then I'll tell you when you can look inside on the bottom on footnote 3 Reb Shimon Pasach ve'omer Reb Shimon opened up and he said Sfas emes ve'goymer it says the language of truth stands forever Sfas emes la'ad the language the lips or the language of truth are stand forever so it says, Da Avram, that's Avram Avinu. The whole Miloi Bikad Mesa all his words in the beginning and in the end, have a were truthful. Avram is not a liar, Chas Avram is a man of truth. So therefore, this that he said, she's my sister, is true. We're not dealing with he's not making up baloney over here. The adargiya, Losh in however, and the second half of the Pasik that says the tongue of lies, the adargiyah uh, will will dissipate in the end, because lies don't stand, Davi That's Avi Melech. So Avi Melech. is a liar. He accuses Avram for being a liar. Really, he's a liar. By Avram it says, She's his sister. Now when he said, she's my sister, what is he referring to? She's not a sister, she's his wife. He said it, Sarah was together, the Shekhinah was with Sarah. Sarah was... We know that all female characters of the Torah are related to Malchus. Sarah particularly, she's keser Malchus. In Malchus itself, she's the crown of Malchus. From the meaning, from the word shirara. So Sarah is the keser, the crown. So I'm going to fill up. Sarah is the crown of Malchus. So Malchus is the Shechina. So who is... Who is is we're still holding introduction So Who is with Sarah? The Shekhinah is with Sarah So when Avram says about Sarah She's my sister He's talking about the Shekhinah Physically Sarah is not his sister She's his wife But the Shekhinah is Avram's sister Why is the Shekhinah Avram's sister? Because Avram Avinu is Chesed His neshama is attribute of Chesed Malchus and Chesed are brothers and sisters so when Avram says, she's my sister, you see how you have to read the story a little deeper. When Avram says, she's my sister, that's the truth. Because the Shekhinah is a sister to the Ze'er Anpin, to what's called HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Avram is a facet. Avram is a part. Avram is a limb. Avram is a part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Avram is saying about Sarah, behold, she's my sister, because Avram and Sarah are really brothers and sisters. Uh, and Avram spoke very wisely when he said what he said. My What is the reason the Zohar says? That's because Avram comes from the right side. He says, she's my sister. Now it says in the Pasuk, and Hashem says to the Jewish people, You're my sister, my bride. So he's married. Avram always referred to Rahisi, his sister. Begin this tabik because he was connected to her, Veloyis and they will never separate. As we're gonna see later in the Mimur, what's the benefit of calling him calling her his sister? You see, Chesed and Malchus which are the masculine side of God, so to speak, and the feminine side of Hashem, are both brother and sister, but they're also husband and wife. Because we know that the Kaddish Baruch Hu is called the husband, and the Shechinah is called the wife. So they're both. But yet Avram is not referring to her as uh, my wife. He's referring to her in all these occasions. He keeps on emphasizing, you're my sister. So there must be a quality in the sister relationship particularly pertaining to that, to the situation where Avram was in. As we're soon going to see. That's what's going to be explained over here. See, the sister relationship is, the idea of the quality of a sister is that a sister is more of a reliable relationship. Because it's something that can never, ever be broken. Because you can never divorce your sister. Husband and wife, can they can be a a separation. But between brother and sister, it's absolute, that's forever, that's unbreakable. And since Avram was making sure that Sarah is not going to be yanked away from him, he was going into a dangerous place, so therefore he said, it makes that sense in the actual storyline. If, hus- if they're husband and wife, they have a way to undo it by killing Avram, and then they have Sarah, so they can separate between them and snatch her away from him. But when he, The moment he came there he said, she's my sister, she said, "You know, me and her are attached forever. You're not separating between us. Okay, so the, it, it, there's a certain stability and a certain du- uh, durability to this relationship. Dom and Dom Alman were never separated. This is in the beginning. He says, she's my sister. L'sayf, my And then later, this is when he comes to, to Avimelech, to Pelishtim, he says, she's, she's, they ask him about her, she says, she's my sister, fine. But Rav Shimon says, here's, we're gonna, here, here we're going into the piece of the Zohar that you, he's quoting on the bottom. Look in foot number, foot foot uh, footnote three. Um In the end, what does it say? The next word. Vegam omna Later, when he explains, Tavi Melech, why it seems like he lied to her. So the Zohar over here, and he's quoting the Zohar in footnote three. Vigam omna bas The truth is, she's my sister. She's the daughter of my father. Achloi basimi, but she's not the daughter of my mother. Okay, so now he's adding more. In the beginning he only said, she's my sister. Now he's adding, she's the daughter of my father. He's adding some more explanation. So the Zohar asks, is this really true? She's not his sister, she's his wife. What's he making up in Baba Isis over here? And the answer is, as we said in the beginning, Reb Shimon says, no, Avram is saying the MS, he's saying the truth. Because he's not speaking about the physical sarah, he's speaking about the spiritual sarah. The spiritual sarah who is the embodiment of the Shechina. as we said earlier, is his sister. Is this is really true. All this that he's saying is because of the Shechina. She's initially, she's my sister. Chsivit says, Tell chachma, tell wisdom, you're my sister. To Pasuk and Mishlay. tell wisdom, you're my sister. Well, hold it, what's Sarah have to do with wisdom? He's comparing it. Just like you're supposed to say to chachma, you're my, the Gemara learns out from this Masechus condition. that you should, you should tell wisdom, you're my sister, means that you should cherish wisdom so much and that you should detach yourself so much like a brother and a sister. The Gemara actually takes it a step further. That just like you know clearly your relationship with your sister, to the point that there's no question whether you can marry your sister. You can't marry your sister. It, it, it's a dover Pashat. It's a very simple thing. So too, every halacha in Torah, chachma, wisdom, should become so clear to you, you should be bucky in the, in the intricate laws of Tum and Tahara, or the intricate laws of Hilchah Shabbos, of Mok here and this, and all these complicated laws, with the same conviction and with the same certainty, like you don't say, oh, I have to check it up, uh, when anybody asks you if you're allowed to marry your sister, it's clear you can't marry your sister. So with that, that's what the Gemara says. Amar the Chachma, But obviously, Shlom means something more. Say to, to wisdom, you're my sister. So, and, and he's comparing it and saying, that means the Shechina is your sister. What's the connection? You see, Malchus, which is the Shechina, which is the last of the ten spheros, Okay, Malchus, Shechina, the last of the ten Seferos, is also called Chachma. Because there is two levels in chachma. Chachma is the first of the ten spheres, and chachma is the end of the ten spheres. Because malchus is also called chachma. Malchus is called chachma Tata, the lower chachma. Chachma generally is referred to. Chachma, the attribute of chachma, is usually referred to as chachma ila, the higher wisdom. And then malchus is called chachma Tata. Let's let me just give that a little bit of a. It's the idea that where, where do we find chachma that there's two levels of chachma we find Toresh HaBek Sav, Toresh is Chachma Iloh, the supernal Chachma. In the spiritual source, where's the source of Torah HaBek In Chachma Iloh. And Toresh Peh, what's called Peh? Which part of God is called God's mouth? The Shechina, Malchus Peh, it says in Pasach Elioh, Malchus is the mouth. So Toresh HaBal but Toresh Peh is also Chachma. It's Chachma Tata, it's the lower wisdom. We also know that Chachma and Malchus, as we're going to see later in the Mimer, have a particular bond. Chachma's father and Malchus's daughter. And, in, and the, one of the deepest relationships is between father and daughter. Father and son are not so deeply connected like father and daughter. It's mother and son, father and daughter. Here's where the connection goes. It's, it crosses. Abba Yasid Brata, father is the foundation of the daughter. So therefore, Chachma. That's why Chachma, which is father, has a particular connection. So there is Chachmah, the higher Chachma, and there's the lower Chachmah. Malchus is called Chachmah. And that's what Shlomah Melech means, say to Chachmah, you're my sister. Because Malchus is called Chachmah, you, the man, says to Chachma, meaning, Achosiyat, you're my sister. Okay, fine. But what does he mean, Basar Vagam What does he mean? And later... In other words, he says, first he says, then he says, seems to be adding something. What is it coming to add? My Vagam. What does the Vagam come to add? To add to what he said earlier. Again, I'm reading now footnote 3. I didn't start the mimer yet. I'm, I'm reading the whole Zohar here. What is that adding? No, no. In addition, that she's called Chachman, she's her sister. She's also the daughter She's also the daughter of my father. Because Avram is Chesed. Chesed's father is what? Chesed is called son. Again, Atsilus, the attributes are a beautiful American family. There's a father, there's a mother, there's a boy and a girl. That's the family. And then there's Klippa, there's a little dog there too. That's the, you have the, whole, that's the unholy, that's the, that's, that's, you see, there's some sherish some to the whole Indian. So there's a, a, a father, a couple, and there's two children, a mother and a, or you can divide them into six boys and one girl, whatever. Or in general it's Ben or right? that That's the inye. Then comes the Klipas, right? Fine. Um, so when when Avram says, Achai she's my sister. And then he adds, Vigam omna, she's also... So what's the relationship of Chesed? Avram who's Chesed. And Sarah, who's who's Malchus, brother and sister. But in addition to that, she's also Bas Avi. She's a daughter of Chachma Ila, of the higher Chachma. She's a daughter of brought to the Chachmila. She's the daughter of Chachmila. Ubegin and therefore Iskere. She's called Achosi. She's called his sister. The Iskere, and she's also called Chachma. The reason she called Chachma is because she's a daughter of Chachma. So she too has Chachma. Not only is she a daughter of Chachma, but as we said earlier, who has more shayches? Who has more shayches to ha- more connection to the father, the son, or the daughter? The daughter. So she is Bas Avi. It's like the famous story that the Mittler Rebbe, it's Gavaldi, this story is so good. It's just a tiny, it's a little incident, but it's so Gavaldi. The the Alter Rebbe used to say special Chassidus for his daughter. The Mittler Rebbe um, uh, once tried to steal himself in There's a story over there. That he tried to hide to get to hear his sister's Chassidus. Uh, I got caught in the act, something like that. I remember the whole story. But he tried to get his sister to help him out and get the chassidah to steal all the chassid. Because saying is for his daughter because there's a certain panemistic connection between Chachma and Malchus, the connection. Um, but he emphasizes she's not from the same mother. Not like Rashi says, it means... Now, we said earlier that Sarah was a daughter of Haran, but Haran was a brother to Avram, but not from the mother's side; only from the father's side. Fine. So the Zohar says, "What does it mean, loy bas imi, not the daughter of the mother?" So the next few words of the Zohar later in the Mimer, has two interpretations. You can learn it one way, or you can learn it two ways, or a second way. So I, when I learned, to, okay, Masar de Sherisa de Koyla she's not. The daughter of my mother, and and what would mean the, the daughter of my mother? She's not a daughter of Bina, which Bina is called Ma'asar the 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 Koyla Stimila. From the beginning, where everything starts, Shirusa means the beginning of everything. Stimila, the place that's closed, which. According to this interpretation, she's not a daughter of my mother, which is Bina, which is the beginning, the very closed place. Bina is called a closed place, because Bina is we always know Bina is connected to. you're going to see later in the Mimer. Bina is connected to fifty, the number fifty. We always know the famous idea: Nun Share Bina, the fifty gates of Bina. The word the the, the fifty is the gematria also of me. Me means me means who. So the very idea that bina is called me who, means it's a concealed element. You don't know who it is. You're asking who is it. So bina is a concealed is a concealed level. So chachma is even more concealed. That's for sure. Chachma is even chachma is a flash. Bina already is a whole structure, a whole thing. But yet, relative to lower bina's concealed. concealed. So she's a daughter of Chachma, but she's not a daughter of Bino, which is called, according to the Zohar, the, the, the place of the beginning of everything that's closed. That's one pirish. The other pirish in the end of the Mimer is Loibas imi, she's not the daughter of my mother, period. Rather, she is a daughter of my father, and Chachma is called Ma'asar de Sheirus the She's a daughter from the very closed place, meaning she's a daughter from Chachma, which is considered that concealed. In other words, the question is, these four, next five words in the Zohar, is that, is that a continued description of mother? She's not the daughter of my mother, which is dash. Uh, my mother is, this is a an explanation of who mother is, mother is this concealed place. Or maybe, no, she's not the daughter of my mother, period. Who then is she? She's the daughter of my father, and my father is the place of concealment. That's a, a, two perushim, he says in the end. Fine. Valda, <speaking in Hebrew> and therefore, vatihi <speaking> isha, <in Hebrew> she became to me a wife. <speaking in> Baachva, <Hebrew> with brotherhood. <speaking in> Bechavivisa, <Hebrew> now hold this is strange. When he says she, she became my wife. So what does he mean now? Does he mean that now, in addition to being a sister, he also married her? Now she's now she has a double relationship with him. She's both his. She's both his sister, and also his wife. That's how you might might read it. But as we're going to see soon, no, no, no. He doesn't want. In Mitzrayim. And in 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 Pelishton land by the Palestinians, he does not want to say she's his wife, because if she... that's what's interesting. If he would mean that I I married her, Mamish the Zohar wouldn't use the word ba'achva with brotherhood. He's saying she's my sis, she's my wife, meaning to say there is there is affection, there is love over here, ba'achva. There is a there is. A, His right hand embraces me. We're soon going to see that's an amazing thing. Avram was emphasizing the whole time that she's my my sister. Not that she's my wife. But, because we're going to see soon, a sister-brother relationship is a far more durable relationship. Because it's one of the essence. You and your sister are just born from the same place. It's a given relationship. However, even though it's a given thing, Sometimes brothers and sisters fight with each other and they can't get along and they hate each other. So even though essentially they're connected, doesn't mean that there is friendship between them. Then there is when brother and sister actually appreciate each other, love each other. They can even hug each other and embrace each other. Oh, that's what he means, she became my wife. She became my wife, meaning our relationship is one of brother and sister, but brother and sister that love, not brother and sister that are... Are distant from each other, but not that they're husband and wife. Why? Because husband and wife relationship between him and Sarah, between what we call Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Shekhinah, would jeopardize and would and would can be very dangerous when you're in a place. When you are in a place of klipa, you gotta be very careful not to be husband and wife. Let's understand what that means because. Husband and wife release intense energy. They create, they bring down nuclear energy. And Kalipa gets a hold of nuclear energy, ain't no good. So therefore you want to keep it calm. You want to keep brother and sister relationship. Brother and sister relationship is a beautiful flow. There's a flow of energy. They help each other out. Brother takes care of sister. But you don't got that new power to, to give birth. You don't create. You're not tapping into the infinite energy endless power of the, the infinite potential. You give that infinite potential into the hands of, into the hands of Paro, you, you allow Iran to make nuclear stuff, you're in danger. As you're treading very dangerous place. So you don't want to keep that. So Avram is saying that my whole flow of energy with Sarah... You see, the idea mainly is that Avram is the channel of God. Sarah is the Shekhinah, she's the, she's the power of the divine within the world. Avram is channeling to her. But that's good when we're in Eretz Yisrael, we're in a holy place. I can, I can be your brother. I can, I can be your husband. I can give you infinite energy. But when we come in Golis, when we come into a place where the energy could be usurped and kidnapped and taken into the wrong things, we got to keep brother-sister relationship. We cannot uh, 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 dear risk um, uh, husband and wife because that, as we're going to see, okay? And this is all the secret of wisdom. Okay. Let's continue a little further. The, in the beginning. Now let's go all the way back to the beginning. See, till now when it said in the beginning, they meant to end, In the beginning of the story of Avimelech. Now the Zohar seems to be going back. Let's go back to Parshas Lech Lecha. The first time when they went to a dangerous place. When they went down to Mitzrayim, this is what he said. Begin les Dafka Mehemanusa. He wanted to connect himself to the Amunah. Vikara and he called him his sister, begindalo yitin go de lavar, so that they should not get confused. Yitin means they shouldn't make a mistake, with the levels of the outside. What does it mean, the levels of the outside? Simple words, it means the chitzonim. They're going into a place where the chitzonim are very strong. Chitzonim rep- represents klipa, the unholy, the forces that are ex- ex- extraneous, outwardly. It's very possible Chaz v'Shalim to get carried away by them. They can be very alluring. They can be very deceiving. They can be very, you know, they can be very seductive. The Chitzainim. So, in order to attach himself firmly, not to fall, and they should not mistake. The, so therefore what does he do begin the loyitn go in and argue the var efa chi that's why he said she's my sister begin the loyis adam goyim ham oh so just like imetriam he did that afkan over here as well by Avimelech a my sister i think that's what it means ofakha begin the loyis adam goyim ham nuse he should not get separated from his amuna like your ketekyas like like you're supposed to See what I what I don't understand in the maimer, and I told him that maybe we'll figure this out tonight. From the zlosh and azayir is mashma that Avram has to hold on to Sarah, because Sarah is the Amuna, because we know malchus is called Amuna. The Amuna calls zois, malchus is fem, is feminine. The madrega called Amuna is associated with malchus. According to that, Avram who is chesed is higher than her, he's higher than. So, who's more vulnerable over here? B'chlal, you see, when Avram went down to Mitzrayim, who's more vulnerable? Sarah is vulnerable. Uh, Avram is gonna, Avram, Avram, they're not going to abduct Avram. They're not going to, to, uh, to uh, violate Avram. They're gonna, they, they might harm Sarah. They can't harm Avram. He's above it. But the only thing is, she might harm. Or many times, Avram and Sarah compare to Neshama and Guf. When the Neshama comes down into this world, in a body, the Khalipa gets gets can, can can affect the body. Then through the body it can get to the soul as well. But the main thing is, is it's trying to get the body seduced. It's trying to it's trying to allure, allure the body into the unholy, right? So so according to that, it's mainly Sarah has to connect herself to Avram. Not so much that Avram has to connect himself to Sarah. You know what I'm saying? It's really that Sarah is being lowered down into the lion, lion's den. So she has to tie a rope to him, to chas not fall, that he should keep her. It's like the body has to be tied to the neshama, that the neshama should keep the body from falling when it's going into dangerous territory. But from the wash Azoya, which I don't understand over here, is mashma, that Avram is tying himself to the Amuna. It's almost like Sarah is higher in the sense. She is this level of Amuna, faith in God. And Avram is holding on to her kind of for security. So that I don't understand within the context of what we're learning. Okay. But anyways, Doha Avi because Avi Melech, the Khul in and Yasve and all those who dwell in the land, have a Azli Pasar Puchana er They followed Avodazara. The EU is Dabik Mehem Nusa, and Avram was connected to Amunah and Hashem. And that's why when he went there, he said, He said, she's my sister. What's the idea of his sister? Because he wants to hold on to her so tightly that either he or she shouldn't fall. So he says, she's my sister, because meaning that the two of them are connected, meaning he's connected to his amuna in what kind of level that you can't separate him? Because a brother and sister are inseparable. <laughs> Just like a sister does not get separated from her brother forever. So too over here, because a wife is possible to be separated from her husband. It's a relationship that could be discontinued. But a sister is always your sister. Because two brothers can never be separated. Forever and ever. And um, begin that's why avram said he she's my sister because everybody was lohut. Lohut means they were all obsessed with the with the with the with the, with the stars with the mazalais and all that vavram and avram was cleaving to the Amunam. and it seems like sarah is the level called Amunam. The Amr and he says, my sister, the loin is parash not to let him disconnect from the amun The Simonach, and the Simon is, it says a Koyein, a Koyein is um, allowed to make himself tame, only to his seven closest relatives, enclosed, including his sister, a sister who had who never who didn't get married. Once she's married, the which it says by Kayan. Now Avram is Kayan. Why is Avram called the level of Kayan? So we first of all we know that shame who was the big, the big Kayan, um, he went and he gave the kahuna, he lost the kahuna to Avram. So Avram is Koyin. It says, koyin el-yon, That says about shame last week in the parsha, huh? And then it says, He lost his kohun and gave it to Avram. But we know, a bit more deeper than that, Kabbalistically, we know that that um, Koyin is called Isha Chesed. Kohanim, their etymology of their soul is love and kindness. That's their nature of their soul. They're very loving. And they have an energy of, 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 of flow, of bracha and the like. So, what does it say by a kohen? By the level of kohen, it says, U'la say to his sister. But to, he, to her, he's connected. Okay? Uh, say the place where Avram is. So he said, okay, fine. Now, I'm going to skip this little piece of Zoyar over here. Um, now, begin Kach. I'm just going to finish up the last little piece. Actually, over here by you, he doesn't in the mime. he doesn't either print this little. We'll begin. Kach, I'm just going to finalize with this quick thing. Is Davik Avram behem Nusa? Avram now connected himself to the Yamuna. Kad Nachas laMitzrayim when he went down to Mitzrayim, the Kad Azal la the In both instances, when he went to Mitzrayim and he went to the Pulishtim, he bonded himself to the Yamuna. LeBarnash and it gives an example of a person the Boya lenachte Guba Amika. It's compared to a person who wants to lower himself down into a low pit. Dachl, <inaudible> he's afraid <inaudible> that he won't be able to come out of the pit. You're going down in a pit, maybe you'll stay stuck over there. He wants to go down to mine for, you know, coals or he wants to go down for mining gold or whatever it is. But he has to make sure that he's going to get out of there. Ma'ayavad, <inaudible> what does he do? Kasher chat kasher elom in guba. He ties one rope he ties himself to the top of the pit. He puts, he puts a, a, whatever, a peg in the ground, ties a rope over there, ties himself to it, goes down, and now he can always pull himself back up. Since I am bound, I'm bound with, this, with, this, with this knot, I'm knotted with this knot, I can go there. And I can go there the time that he wanted to go down to Mitzrayim, until he went down over there, he tied himself to the Yamuna. So it's clear from here that he's tying himself to Sarah, who's, who's in this case considered up on top. He's, maybe that's what it means. He's tying himself to the Shina who was with Sarah. Ba. Then he goes down. But again, the strange thing is that usually it's understood and discussed in Hasidis that Sarah is the one who's going down. She's the Shekhinah that goes into the exile. And Avram is the redeeming power that he is the one who pulls her out. And I discussed it today in the morning, actually in the Mashiach class. We spoke about it. The Zoyar says Sarah went down to the snake. and She came out. And we learned in the Mimer today, actually, when I discussed this in the Mashiach class, that Avram is the power that say that. It says Vayal Avram in It says Avram went out of Mitzrayim, who the Ishtai, him and his wife, which means him, he was able to shlep her up as well. So that's what it would seem. Like Avram is from here in this Zoya, is a which I don't understand. That's what's confusing about this discussion tonight, which I don't know yet. Maybe it'll clarify before we by the time we finished. Over here it seems to be saying that he's tying himself to his Amunah, to Sarah, by saying she's his sister. Well, the reason why he's saying his sister, because he wants, to, it shouldn't be even a possibility that the two should be able to be separated. Because he's the one going down. That's what I don't get. Okay, fine. I just wanted to share that. We read the Zohar. Now let's read the Maimer. Okay. Ayin Shom HaTsoyf HaMaim. am bas'imi v'gam Ayin Sham maimer. Okay, look over there. First, we need to understand. The general intention, in this statement of the Zohar, this is connected to what it says in the end. If you want to get the gist of what the, what the Zohar wants to tell you before you want to look into the details, you got to look at the end piece of the Zohar, the piece that I just read. What was the piece that we just read? Avram was going down into a dark place, and as a result of that, he needed to tie himself very firmly to something that he can never separate from. He bond himself with the Shekhinah. It is known that it is explained in both in the Arizal and Eitzchayim, and also in Pardes from Ramosha Kardavo from the zivugim. There are two types of Zivugim, two types of unions. Echod, one of them is Zivug Timidi. It means in the supernal world, Whenever sephirot attributes pass on energy, godly energy, from one to the other, which we know is happening all the time, the way energy flows into the, into the world is from, it, it flows into one attribute, and for one attribute it's funneled into the next one, and all these interactions between the spheroids are called zivugim, because one is attaching itself to the other, it's like a form of a marriage, where one is transmitting to the other, fine. But there is two types of Zivug. And one is a more distant zivug, and one is a more intimate zivug. The more distant zivug is what we call zivug tamidi. It's the system that has been set the way God set the system up. We're from one one realm; it flows into the next one. That's called a yichud. That's happening all the time. We don't have to do avodah to cause it to happen. God promised in Ptanoach that the system of creation will never stop—winter, summer, spring, fall, whatever—the whole system of the seasons, night and day, everything is flowing. And the physical, the physical um, rotation and and clockwise system that there is in the universe is a is a reflection of the spiritual flow of energy that is operating in a perfect, perfectly set, designed way that never ever is altered and has never changed the loy It never stops, and that is for what purpose? To sustain the world. to sustain the creation. That system, the Ebrister, did not hinge upon our performance. Because if it would have been hinged on our performance, oy we are human beings and we are very moody and very changing. Sometimes we're sloppy and 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 not and and unreliable. So God had to create a certain system that's not dependent on us. And that's basically to hold the system up through the, through the ups and downs, through everything. The general structure is not going to change. Now within it, there is, there is a much deeper element that takes place, but that's dependent already on our avod. And there's nothing new. That's like what it says, chadash, <laughs> the Pesach <Pasuk> says, E'en kol chadash Beneath the sun there's nothing new. This is related to this thing. The Zivuk Sheini. And then there's a second Zivuk. What's the second Zivuk? That's to create new worlds. That's the, the, the place of creativity, newness. Really, what's the new world? Does the Abish to really create new worlds? Maybe. But the really new worlds are new ideas, new powers. These are the birth of Nishamas. Nishamas, there are constantly new souls being created. They're totally new. They're out of the box. And they have new... to give birth neshamis <laughs> chadashas legamri. Totally new souls that are going to impact creation on a complete different scale. The Now these new neshamis, or the, I'm sorry, this yichud, this union, that creates these new neshamis is not something that is tadir, that is consistent. It only happens from time to time. It happens on Shabbos and on Yomtiv, where there is a much deeper zivug, which brings about a much higher energy and a new birth. But there, in general, he explains like this In a chachma ubina, the first two spheres of father and mother, chachma bina, zivugayu Tadir, Their zivog, their union, is constant. Chachma is continuously um, transmitting tabina. They can't ever be, they're called also in the Zohar, terayin reyin Deloim mishparshin. They're two friends that never separate. Okay. Vizun but nukva which is the lower sefirot, from, from chesed to yesoid is male, and malchus is female. That zivug only happens as a result of an auspicious time and related very much to our avoda. To, uh, to our... Uh, uh, and the zuchra element, their zivug is not always. Kiddu has it is not. However, when they do have a zivug, as we're going to see soon, it unleashes infinite potential. It draws forth new light, new things, things that. Like- in truth, there is a quality, there is a very powerful quality in this yichod of the yichud, the unification of the lower sefirot, in which it is something that happens only from time to time. And even though it only happens at intervals, it doesn't happen all the time. It gives us innovation, it brings something new that has not been here before. But then there is a quality in the constant zivug. Even though what was yesterday, you're going to have tomorrow, and what's going to be tomorrow, and what's going to be tomorrow is going to be in ten years from now. It's it's the uh, it's constant. Uh, even though, so, that there's nothing new, but the mile is that it's constant. You know you're going to come back in ten years, and you're going to find you're going to find the uh, is going to be by the shear. That doesn't change, right? I'm giving an example. You know what's steady, what is always here. Then you have this person comes in. Oh, here at Mayan, you always have neshamas, chadashis, new neshamas. Guys float in for a week, for two, this one, that one, in. But then you have the, the solid. that's here, 10 years, 20 years, back, forth, Sunday, right? That's the thing. So that is the, the, the Indian, and In every element, it's that way. There is the nuts and bolts, that are like hold the thing together. And then there is the, uh, the, exciting, the exciting things, that the exciting things are new things, but, but just like <laughs> all these new, great, new things that are exciting, stuff like that, they don't hang around too long. They're there, they're gone. It's nice. And then they can look for some more excitement. Right. So now let's understand. And the explanation of the matter is, So to understand the difference between these two Yechudim and these two Zivugim is as follows. The Hamatzel ha'el yin, the supernal emanator, Hatzel emanated in a very kavamida, in, a, in a with a measured Kav Hamida, we know, that Hashem has a certain limited projection in which He set up a, a very measured system. Because God is infinite, and if his energy would flow infinite, it would never ever be able to be sustained in a finite world. So there had to be a set. So Kav is a measuring stick, which basically it measures kol All lights and all vessels, the yutzvirus of the ten attributes It's never added and it's never subtracted. The example. The light of Chachma. Netzlo mahamatzum. Was emanated from the emanator. Meemazel Hashmini. It means it was set. Where it's going to derive Chachma, from which place is it going to receive its vitality? But we want to make sure it's only going to receive in a very measured way. Because if Chachma is suddenly going to be inundated with what? With a powerful power surge last week. We had a power surge over here. They shut the power and then they opened it up again and boom! And it made a shvirus It broke all of our whole system over here. It was knocked out for a couple of days. Why? Because, uh, because there was a power surge suddenly that hit it too strong in Kaputo. Okay, So Chachma has to be set in a manner that it's where is it receiving from? So Kabbalah says that Chachma is receiving from the eighth mazel, from the eighth strand of here from Keser. Keser is Ein Sof. is infinite. So the, if the energy of Kesser would flow into Chachma directly, boom, Chachma is already meant to be the first vessel, the first container, the first contained the, the, you know, energy that has already some kind of a keli, some kind of a vessel. So Chachma, got to be very careful with Chachma. So where does the energy come from Chachma? So it says that from Kesser emanate 13 here. Those are the 13 strands of the Abishda's beard. Here, what does here represent? That the energy is going through a very, very narrow tube so that you know it's controlled. It's not, it's not too. Now, for whatever reason, from the first seven, Chachma doesn't even derive from. Chachma is plugged into plug number eight. I don't know, I was watching Eitan this week, fix me the. Uh, you know, he knows where exactly we gotta put this one into this, into this plug. Why Dafka this one? Why not put it into that? This has to plug in over here. Chachma has to plug into the eighth circ- Eighth eighth circuit and not the other ones. And that's where it can be sustained in the right way of Chachma being Chachma. Which is mazal HaShemini, is called Noitzar Chesed. It's the mazal because the, the 13 attributes of mercy. One of them is Noitzar Chesed. So we know that Chachma, by the way, is Chesed. Chachma is on the right side. So Chachma is related to the right side, which is Chesed. Noitzar is the same word as sinar. So it's almost like it would say tsinor chesed. This is the tsinor, this is the pipeline from where the flow on the right side flows. Noitzer chesed, the entire tzad hayimin is receiving its family from which tsinor. Tsinar is a pipe, from which people from the pipeline, pipeline number eight, for whatever reason. Kiyudu as it is known. Hareba Middlesha al Kvar. Now this is the way it, it has been emanated originally when God emanated it. So it will flow. The light of the emanator will flow in it. It will never have added energy. It won't go higher than that, and it won't go. It, will, it won't overheat. The Ebrist is very careful. It's always flowing through number eight pump. Number eight. That's it. Why it should never and never get and never lose it, because if it gets less than that or whatever it is, then the entire cosmos would suffocate. Would be no life. We would all disappear. Right. We need it. An... It's set. It has a gauge. Probably there's a guy a malach comes in every day, tests it, makes sure that it's the right temperature. I, I mean, the same concept. That's what we say. Kav hamida. The kav hamida is always measuring it. It shouldn't go too high. It Shouldn't go too low. It stays around the same area the whole time. Now, the good thing about it is, since it's the oirin sof that now we have consistent we have we have consistent systems that are set in place. But the belt, the conveyor belt or whatever it is, tears after a certain amount of time. Something goes. Why? Because our systems safe kol safe are built by who? By by human beings, so even though our intentions in building this, in engineering whatever we engineer, is that this should be something that should be steady, and, uh, and this is the way it is. safe call safe, what happens in the end, kaputa? Why? Because I, we are we are finite. So even if we create kind of a steady system, it's only as steady as we can be, and we can't be endless. But if God is the one who's ain sof, who sets something up to be steady. It, it's, it's steadiness is rooted in him. And he is lasting. So that creates a permanence in the Chachmah that this is the way it is. La <laughs> That's what the Avishta promises to Noach, la Don't worry, the world is not gonna come apart. Okay. Sha And just like the Oyrin Saif in himself, Ainloy Hefsik doesn't have an interruption so boy. The light that's shining in him, meaning the light that's emanating from him doesn't interrupt. And it never ever dries out. The comes out, the fact that you can come back in a billion years and it's exactly the same story of what it was before is not a quality. Because you know it's what it's a little boring. It's the same thing every day. <laughs> but this is its quality. Is <laughs> that it's steady? It's, it's a reliable thing. <laughs> and this and, 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 and this is what the very idea that it is that it is. Uh, why is it not nifzak <laughs> li Because this is its Because it doesn't change. Because <laughs> it's not changing from what it receives. <laughs> you may have exactly, HaTalmud, a student, KashAllah if he doesn't change, he comes every day, every share every he comes, sits down exactly in the same place, and he's always there, so you know what? Azla um, there won't be a Giroin, meaning the student will continuously grow, continuously receive, because of his commitment, and his his or her um, uh, stability. That's what it is. Just like there's no diminishment. Again, it's a little to understand exactly what he means over here. Just like there's no gira in, in the seichel of the teacher, the student who is receiving from it, who is that constant. However, if the student is changing, which means is not, is not consistent in showing up to class, every class, but is flaky is There one time, not there another time, back and forth. So then uh, that that will cause a a, a a a I guess a hefsik, and the mashpia also not to the ma- but in that connection. Fine. The dilem even again it's not so clear. In other words, the main thing is that the spheroids of Atzilus, they're not wishy washy; they show up to their job everyday They're they're consistent. They're not like, meaning, as opposed to the creations. Briya, Yetzirah, and They're not absolutely plugged in. Some days they're more in tune, some days they're less in tune. They're being pulled this way and that way. So therefore, you know, there's fluctuations. But in Atzilas, they are set in a certain level of bittel, and they never ever change. That's why the spheres are, He and the garments are one. They're consistent. as was on at Solomon all the emanations Minful from the emanator Lohanu Tafkidom they never change their tafkid. Kid as they receive Veoya they will never add Valgru they will not diminish and therefore but here's the thing they don't excite God at all God doesn't get excited about that. that's why there's nothing new ever coming through them They're, but they keep business open you know basically you have your customers that you know and everything, and every business, and every store, and every restaurant, and every... So, if you're doing business, you, you you have two types of customers. You have the guy who comes in every Tuesday and buys his pastrami sandwich with the exact same potato salad. With the, And this is... you got to rely on these people. This is the person. He's going to show up every time. And when you do your accounting at the end of the year, you're counting in that this guy is reliable on your business. And then you need the guy who needs the special and the thing and he'll come in and you have to advertise. But, you know, this guy comes in and throws a party for 150 people. No, so this is big business. But you need to have your bread and butter going. So the bread and butter is not exciting, but it keeps the system going. So that's the idea. The Sfiris of Atzile the al is going gevalt. I'm saying a mimer chassidist. And Rabbi Wolf is hacking in China with a pastrami sandwich and potato salad for the Sfiris of Atzile. I'm sorry, Al-Tarebbe, I am sorry al i did not mean to do that. But that's what's coming out. See, that's where my head is. The alkane, therefore, I'm just wondering. This is ridiculous. The alkane, but sometimes I guess you have to give a marshal. The alkane, and therefore, and therefore the oir the light and the flow of energy that's flowing in them never stops. it's, it's steady. The the intensity of their b'til. And they're bonding with the with the with, with the emanator yugram, which means they're never they're always there. Yugram causes shlo yifsa that their shefa will flow to them all the time. The daila okay. The amnam, however, that's all called the yichud of Chitsoni, the external yichud. That's all the time. Fine. The amnam call ilavi olul. now. In addition, oh, now the way this system works is. Chachma receives first, then Bina receives second, and Chachma passes to Bina. So Chachma, however, is receiving, let's say, uh, you know, a, no, by, by the way, Bina has its own connection to Kesser, But in addition to that, Chachma energy flows to Bina as well. Okay, fine. But they're set. So that's, so, and then from Sphira to Sphira, each one. How much? Each one is giving, let's say, 10% of what they have onto the next level. It's fine. But in addition to that, sometimes the spheros amongst themselves have a deeper union, have a deeper connecting. Where the Chachma is going to share with bina much more, the two of them are going to unify. When they're going to unify with an intention of becoming totally one with each other, that is already a chiddush. That's something new. And that creates, that draws innovation. Something in the see in a minute. Every cause and effect. Mashpiya Kabal influencer and recipient. Kasha when they have a special yichud, not one influencing the other, but when they're having a deep union with each other. Az then at that time will come into them dafka soif, an added radiance from the Orain Suv. This this is going to create. This is reason for celebration, and this is going to draw forth into them his total new innovative light, masha which none of them had. In other words, because chachma, for instance, the mashpiya, is lowering himself down, not just to be, to be mashpiya to be in a, like matter of factly. That, that's the regular Ashbo. Chachma gives to Bina. But Chachma is going to mamish make an effort to give Bina everything he has. So he's having a Yichud with her, which requires a bitl. Because no one wants to, you know, lower, you know, in order, in order to be able to give the other, every, your entire self requires that what? That you have bitl. And Bina has to be Mavatel herself completely in order for what? For be able to go out of her, her, her limit her limit, her limit itself and allow herself to be picked up by her husband, allow ourselves to be n- to be open to total new light. It's like a student who sometimes comes into a, a, a thing and it's not gonna be a class which is basically based on his previous learning. Where the teacher says, I'm teaching taking you to a complete new Indian. And the student now has to like completely empty their mind from everything and clear their mind and be ready for a total crush. Because obviously, when they're going to be introduced into new ways of thinking, at the beginning they're not going to get it. At the beginning, it's just going to be confusing, it's going to be this, is going to be painful. So, what do you see from here? There's a bittle coming from the makabel. there's a bittle coming from the teacher, and those two bittles, when they get together, create infinite potential. Okay? At and therefore what happens? She they will create as a result of their unification, something total new is going to come about, something even that the teacher didn't have before. Something new. In other words, in this, in this bond, there's going to be a chidushim, not just to the student. It's going to be a chidush to the teacher too. Now in order to be able to, to find this new energy, this is not something that's inside of them because they've been fixed of what they receive, each one measured and now we're saying that suddenly there's going to be a new birth, a new Indian and the reason is every any every innovation, every newness that has not been measured yet in that measuring. Um, in that uh, measuring uh, conduit, so to speak, Han. salam. In other words, the, the net, net salam, the emanations can only work with what they have. Right, and they're plugged into what? What's their source of energy? Their source of energy is that Kav Hamida, that very narrow channel, that very narrow pathway. Um, that very narrow path, that that gives each one, what it gives each one. That was that. So therefore, this newness, they don't have. The essence of the infinite one. As it is higher, higher than the entire world of emanation. Who he is the one who innovates all systems, but he is the only one who is not contained in the system that he emanated. So therefore, he can pump in total new innovation, something new that is not... But that's... In other words, as long as you're flowing with what the system that is set up, the system is... Up. But what's going to... What's going to excite the mashpia To be willing to pump in something new that has not been there before, if it's not... What he said, it's not what he allocated. It's not part of what has been designed in the thing. So there needs to be something exciting to get the, there's two mashpiyahs over here, let's understand something. There is the two attributes themselves, where one is mashpiya and the other is makabal. Then there is the source, which is above mashpiyah and above makabal, the infinite source in order for the infinite source, so to speak, to imbue into, say, the Rishtalshala something totally new, there needs to be something, so what does that? It has to come from him, but what does that? So the bitl of the two spheras when they're willing to work together, not just work together, when they're willing to have a Zivug Pnimi, which is they're willing to deepen their bond and unify, both, which requires a bitl, because the mashpia has to has to um, humble himself from his higher place. The makabul has to be willing to relinquish her her comfort zone, and together, so that that bittle, it's like creates that openness. It's like, and we're going to see soon. That's related to marriage. People are people before you get married, especially in you know, today's days. I'm seeing so many people that you know, getting already, you get a little older. You get this. You get very set in your ways. You get very comfortable. It's very scary to get married. Why is it very scary to get married? Because you're you have to make yourself totally vulnerable to something totally new. You have to surrender yourself completely, and the person is kind of like afraid. You know, you're afraid. If I leave go with this or I leave go with that, how can I? How I can do that. But here's an amazing thing: when you're willing to jump into that, 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 and you, you recognize that you got, you know, that this, and you jump it and you let go. So that is ma'orer that creates such excitement above that God pumps something new in. And why does God pump something new? Guess what? Children are born. New human beings, new souls. Now, had, had you have your career and your life, and you can make a lot out of yourself, you can learn, you can grow, you can develop, you can be a, you can grow to be who knows what, but you're only going to be what your potential is. Whether you're, the, whether you're he or she, whether you're, whatever the place is, you can only make more of what you have already. But you can't create anything new. The only place you can create something new is when you get married. Why? Because getting married is doing something very, very ambitious in the fact that you're jumping out of, your own, out of yourself. You're throwing yourself into that. It's the bittle. It's the bitl of the experience of it that creates, that's what happens under the chuppah, where that infinite light comes down into chassan and kala, into husband and wife. To the uh, We say Hashem becomes the third partner to create something new. That's that di, di, higher zivug that would not be without that leap of faith, as you say, without that surrender. So, the so, al um, he says, and through the yichud, in the mashpia and the makabal, that will bring down his chachus, that will bring down something new from the light of the emanator. The mashpia on his own can birth something new. Right, A man on his own can create a child. A woman on her own can't either create a child. But when they attach themselves together, suddenly there is something new that they can create. Something that wasn't there before. It's not their own. It's when they are willing to surrender each other to each other, then what? Something that is infinitely transcends them both will move into, the, into their space. Kiyama aras from the ray of the essence of the emanator, sheyoyer, that will illuminate yehudam into their union, which will cause new innovation. And that's children. In, over here it means children. In the spiritual world, it means new souls that are created by the zivug and the unification of the spheres. The Indian who and the idea is, lefiche Indian bittel This bittel. She Indian bittel This bittel. Ipchinas is and there is kalalus, zeb one with the other. Af shehen beza fechem menagdim, even though they are two hafechem, the two opposites, menagdim, and they are what's it called again? menaget um, each other, they're, they oppose each other. Behechrich. so how can they come together? How can these two elements join together when they're opposites? Meaning to say, what do I mean to say? Man and woman, husband and wife. Teacher and student, they're also opposites in the fact that the teacher is has more knowledge, student has less knowledge. So to say that the teacher is suddenly going to completely immerse himself into the world of the student, that the student is going to be willing to allow themselves to be completely taken by the teacher. So this kind of a thing is In order for them to have this yichud, the question over here is what comes first? The chicken or the egg? So now we were saying because they're willing to have and to like let go of, it, of themselves, that's why the orange Self can come down and dwell in them. Right. But now he's actually saying, why does that happen? Because in order for them to make that move and let go of themselves, is a simon that they must have been touched by something higher. It's a question of which one is first. Is it this? Look what he says. How can they become one? How can they even... The light that is higher than both of them comes into them. That evens them. In other words, this the fact that he's mashpiyah. And, and uh, she's makabel. That's only when relative to each, to each other. He's mashpia, she's makabel. But when they're standing in front of the mashpia of all mashpiyos, which is God Himself, then he's nishka mashpia, and she's not a makabel. Meaning he's absolutely even to her. There's no, there's no meaning when I say he and her. I don't even mean man or woman. I mean the general idea of mashpia makabel. To this very high thing, they're both equal. He's not mashpia. He's not makabel. Like in front of Rebbe, this chassid and this chassid are both the same, even though he's the big Mashpiya and he's the, the simple chassid. Yeah, but standing in front of him is the ultimate equalizer. So when they sense something bigger than them both, that's when they join together to work together. Um, so it looks like, it maybe works like this. It could be it works like maybe it has like three notions. First they have to sense the thing that's bigger than both of them. In other words, let me let me translate that into marriage. First, you have to sense that God commanded you to get married. If God wouldn't come, that's why there has to be a commandment. There has to be a commandment because if I don't sense that commandment that God is there and He's commanding me to get married, I'm not going to do it. Why should I do it? You're like, well, wow, What would be the inspiration? It would. It, it involves such mesiras nefesh, such vulnerability. I can't do that. So you have to have you have, you have to sense the mashpia at least a little. You have to sense something bigger than both of you. A commandment. Once, because the Abister commanded me to do so, and I'm willing to do so. In the bitl that I'm doing, the, that creates the space for the real emergence of the Orin Seif. That could be what's going on over here, even though I'm not exactly sure. Okay. is batlum ki known al We say that Hashem makes shalom above. yas So it says, what does it mean? Hashem makes peace above. It says there is Mikhail who is the minister of what? Of water. And Gavriel, who is the minister of fire. That means he is Chesed, and this is Gevurah. And yet by Avraham we find that they're both coming together, hand by hand. The Malachim this week, they come together, they're eating out, they're hanging out together. Even though he's fire and water, they should be at each other's throats. Yet they kind of work together, Mikhail and, and Gavriel. Why? Because they're bottled to something higher than both of them. And that's the Ebershtim, Right? the light, the essence of the light of the emmanir when he tickles them when he shines upon them a light that's above both of them that creates in both of them the bitl, and that the that is now created in both of them um, helps them surrender completely and when they surrender completely they become even more Kaly so to speak, to be ma'am this or the bo the he says it first. It's shining upon them. That's what I mentioned earlier. Maybe this is the idea that first you go under a chupa. The chupa shines upon them both, and then later they're able to have a yichud, which later brings a child. See, so see, it enters in them. I guess these are the two stages. First, they have to be touched by it more makifdik. Yeah, makes sense. First, it has to hit them more in a manner of makif and once they felt, they feel this ur makif that's bigger than both of them, it, elab- it enables them to what? To be willing to surrender each of them their own egos or whatever you want to call it, their own identity, and as a result of that now when they both bottle now they become, when you're, when you're rigid in who you are then what? When you're rigid in this is the way I am then you'll always be who you are, when you're willing to surrender and open yourself up to something new so this bitl, that, that he is willing to share his life with her, her with him, so this bitl allows now something totally new to come in. Um, and it enclothes itself in their union. And this is what gives them koach. It's interesting. When a baby is born, it's it's husband and wife that created the baby. It's the Gemara says that God does it. There's the third part. We had a child. Because this koach Ein Sof kind of hides inside of them as if they did it. That's the thing. It's, we'll see that later. He emphasizes that later. That even though it's a koach Ein Sof, it's like a powerful thing, but it's mislabish. It's, it's enclosed in them. But how did it get into them? It required that bitel, and then it's mislabish. To bring this new light. mi el-apoel. Because it's it's initially first only potential. Now it gives them the koach to actualize it. Al yichudam through their Yichud This is the idea that there are three partners in a person. comes out, Mekor si Comes out that the real source for birth, for new children, doesn't come from what is fixed, but comes every time. Why is a chasen so exciting? Why is a wedding always so exciting? A wedding is always so exciting because right now we're drawing from an infinite potential that the world has not had. You have no idea what can come out of this wedding. Basically, when a chassan and kala go going to the chuppah, you don't know if Mashiach is going to be born to them. You have no idea, meaning the, 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 the possibilities now are endless. Because you're not working with what is fixed. You'd think, yeah, what are you working with? You would think, let me answer this. You would think you're working with what? You're working with him and all of his his ancestors. And you're working with her and all of her ancestors and the sum total of both of them together, that's what you're gonna get. If you're lucky. Like you don't know what the you know. Hopefully the child is gonna have kind of her and his, okay, you wanna say more than her and his, what they consciously have. Subconscious. Zaydis and Babas and the Yelta Zay, there was this tzaddik and this was this tzaddik and all these energies, you're making a concoction, it's all coming together, gewaldik. That's beautiful. But the real chidrish over here is you have no clue. Because... What's, who's really getting involved over here is the essence of God himself to, to use this as a, as a um, window to plant something totally new. That's it. When Terach married Amasloi, <laughs> they had no clue that you know, Avram's neshama is coming right through them. But there you go. Or other tzaddikim who were, like, came out of nowhere. So you see that there is certain new energy and that's the excitement of a wedding. You're, you're witnessing a new infusion in the cosmos that has not been here before. and this is the union of the yichud of zuchre v'nukva, male and female, zacher nekev v'dafke, male and female. Shu k'de lahoilid neshamis. This is in order to give birth to new neshamis. Bephenesis chachos to create something new. Ukeniru b'chush. And now you see an interesting thing. Hasaris vaakara. You see that a a, a, a man who is sterile, or a woman who is sterile, who can't have children, who doesn't have, um, you see simply that they're physically weak. they're weak people. In other words, without t- t- what is it called testosterone, testosterone actually makes a person strong. Why? Because that ability to be able to procreate that's, that's really a very, very high power. But you say, well, hold it, that's God, that's not us. No, 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 because Hashem puts that through, Hashem puts it through the hormones of man and woman, meaning that power comes through. That's what he said, the koyache eintzof comes through, it's mislabesh in their in their yichud. But, I mean, technically one can ask the question, I mean, you don't have to get married to have children as long as they have a relationship. So the whole union of bittal, yeah, so that's because it's a Kalipadiga world, because the world, our world that we're living in, the Abish to create it, good and bad, and Kalipad, so therefore it's, it's, it, it's physically possible to have, therefore it's physically possible to have a, a um, it's physically possible to have children even though you you don't have this bittle and this, but you have the physical sense, at least the man the, the the and woman had an intimacy, they came together. So what does that mean? In other words, there is a chibor. It's just only on a most external, superficial, uh, physical state. It's not containing within in it something much deeper of a union, of a, of, a, of a marriage, of a connection, a deep marriage, a soulful connection. But the ichor union is because of the bittal that there is in the fact that I'm surrendering myself to you. I'm going to be dedicated my life to you, even though, you know, I, that's a scary, I mentioned it earlier, it's a scary thing to do. But yet, that's what creates it. So anyways when a, when a man and woman are lacking this thing they had their because they don't have the power of birth its root is very high the root of giving birth is very high from a very high place so now we have two things that we have discussed each one having a quality over the other now, even though the ischachas, the innovation of light, is a very big maila canal, it's coming from the essence of the what? It's coming from the essence of the emanator, imkolze, maila zivuk tamidi. There is something to say about what? About the steady zivuk. And now m'imenu, is higher than it, but mashallah, yufsakla oilam, and this that it never gets interrupted. Even though it doesn't bring us anything new, but it keeps the restaurant open. It keeps the company open. There's nothing new and exciting, but it's still this is the it, it's that's right. Which is not the zivuk pnimi which is on stops, because that requires be or piya that requires in oedus, That requires in an in inspiration of the mashpia and the Makabul that they both have to decide to want to get married, to have a zivut, And not at all times is this is this is this possible. It's not all time is an opportune time for this type of a for this type of a, of, a, of a yichud. It can do as it is known the Basham'. On Shabbos and Yom Tif, the the mood and the tone is set for the Sefira is to be able to go into this hyper state of higher energy that they're willing to go through this yichud and get married. Not every day are you ready for a wedding. You can't have a wedding every day. You can have a day. not Every day are you wedding for that for that Indian? The Gamba Shabbos, and also in Shabbos itself. Yes, hefres There's a difference between shachris and mincha. It means in shachris it's not as intense, and in minchah it's more intense. It could do him and the like. So there's shinuyim and all these. Avol zivuk temidi, but the constant zivuk. Kif imayim adamat efish the way Hashem set up the system. But ishoyna loy pasik la'almond this never stops. Metam she'eno metzad this oirus atzmo yiklal it has nothing to do with this oirus. Rach metzad atzmos amatzel it's set and fixed. Shaloy yishana tafkidoy does not change its tafkid canal v'day lemev. Okay after all the above mentioned Yuvin Now we're going to understand how this relates to Avram and Sarah when Avram said, Say you're my sister, and don't say that what that you're my wife. Say you're my brother. known Now if we take these two relationships, these two in yon, these two Zivugim, and translate into human relationships. So we find, that's the deal with brother and sister. It's not as exciting. There's nothing really that new or siblings. How are you? How are you doing? How's everything? Ya'ankal Moshe, Chaim, yeah, yeah, this. Everybody's fine. You come, you meet by Hanukkah party. Say, get to this. Everything is good. If I have a problem, I call my sister. I call my brother. I need some help. Head, that's what it is. There's nothing earth-shattering about it. Nothing unbelievably exciting about it. But it's there for you. Thick and thin, it's steady. It's always there. You can always fall back on your sister. You can always come back to your brother. When, when 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 life is crumbling and falling apart, there's always somebody that, that's there backing you because there's a that that's something that is because they're essentially connected to you. Um, this is their birth. You come, you're excavated from the same place. The Their ava and their unity is constant. Built to shinu, cloud doesn't have a change which isn't the case of a man and a woman, it's only at intervals. You see that even in physically, in the relationship of a, of a husband and a wife, the way God has set up the system is that they should be closer to each other and separated and close and separated and close and separated. Hashem set it up that way because that's the nature of the relationship. It has to be exciting. It cannot be, it's lacking and it's supposed to lack the steadiness. And, it, and that's what makes it interesting, is that it's not as steady. Of you do what is known the Abba Yasid Brata. Good, fine. So now, now we know. Now he's going to apply this. How does this relate to? How does this relate to Avram and Sarah? We know that Abba Yasid Brata, that the foundation of Brata, who's Brata? Brata is the daughter. Who's 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 the daughter? The daughter is Malchus. Malchus is called the daughter. He begins Chachmetata, the Malchus Tatzilas, which is called the lower Chachma of Malchus of Tatzilas. Shehshar shoy me'aba. The root of Chachmetata, the lower Chachma, of Malchus of Atzilas, it's rooted in, in Chachma. We spoke about that earlier. Chachma is the source of Malchus. Now, so Sarah who's who's, who's, who's Malchus, is a daughter from who? From Khachm. Vegam chesed Chesedatzilus, but Chesedavatzilus is also coming from, from from, even though we say in general, let's remember, even though we said in general that where is where is what's the root of the Zair Anpin? We're, we're, where is the Za'er Anpin, the, the, the masculine middle, where are they rooted? Mainly in Bina. Okay? The pasuk says. The pasuk says. Um, the pasuk says. Hashem um, yasad Aretz, shamayim Bitvuna. That shamayim, which is bina, shamayim, which are the, the higher spheros, esh and mayim, chesed and gevura, they're rooted where in bina Bitvuna, in Tvuna. and eretz which is malchus. Where is malchus rooted? Hashem bechachma yasad eretz, the foundation of eretz. We said before, it crosses. Father, daughter, mother, son. But yet, yet, a chesed also has a connection to chachma. Besides for the fact that it is its father, the father and son are still father, even though the relationship of father to daughter is more. But within the children, which one is closer to chachma, Within, within the boys, within the males, the male children, which one is closer? Chesed, because Chesed is on the right side. Gavur is on the left side. So even though in general all the middots are deriving their energy from the left side, from Bina, but within them there is a particular connection between Chachma and Chesed because they're all on the right side. Chachma, Chesed, Netzach. Um, So therefore, he says she's my sister because we're both daughters of the same father. Sorry, we're both children of the same father. Uh, that says Nim yidu yamin, the right side Choch netzach, chesed me'aba. they both come from father. Now it doesn't mean that Malchus doesn't receive from Bina. Malchus receives from Bina too. and we're going see we're going to see soon that there are times later in the Mimer that Malchus is plugged into Bina more than Ha. But you know what happens at that time? She's Taka not a brother then to Chachma. She doesn't hang out with Chachma, with Chesed. Then when then she's very gevura dig, and she she gravitates more to gevura than she gravitates to Chesed. So she wouldn't be then the sister of Avram. In order for Sarah to be the sister of Avram, Sarah has to be in which mode? Malchus has to be in which mode? She has to be her father's her father's girl, not her. Not her mother's, because when she's influenced too much by the gevuras, then chesed uh, she she she's she's turned off by chesed. It doesn't it doesn't go to her. But uh, okay, we'll see later in the ma'amar. But the idea is, however, is that Alkin Avram. That's why Avram is chesed, the man of chesed. Amar She said she's the daughter of my father. Like it says, say to Chachma, you're my sister. I guess. You have to say that when you say, Saita to Chachma, you're my sister, it must be talking about Chesed. You're telling Chesed, Sey to Chachma, you're my sister. How do you know in the Pasuk, Amor Lechachma Chesiat, that we're telling it, that Chesed should say, I don't know. Those basically. Shaza Nikraach, that Ze'er Anpin, which is the six midos, they're called brother. And Malchus, and Malchus, the lower Chachma, Nikra Chesit, is called sister, the Dalam Okay, so we know that Avram and Sarah, besides being husband and wife, are also technically, spiritually, brother and sister. But why is he insisting on it? He's also married to her as a husband and a wife. Okay, they're not really, so physically, she was his niece. We spoke about that earlier. But Saif Kul Saif, she's both. If she's both, why the emphasis now that what? That she's sister. Achatam, the reason, Sharot Avram that Avram wanted be with this yichud. The Achva Khoi dafka of brother and sister. Mudin mit me now will be understood based on this Agdama. Sha on based on this introduction that we mentioned earlier. The Bezois yisroin Mailus Pchinasa Yikut Timidi. The yisroin, the advantage of the Yikut Timidi, of the constant steady union, the train reign of the two two friends that are always attached of brother and sister. Sha'einlo Hafsiqlao, because it doesn't have an interruption, it's because they are very steady customers. They have their bitl, they have their loyalty. Bittel is loyalty. It's like you have these customers that are very loyal to you. They won't go anywhere else. This is where they are. So the two of them are bottle. The oireen soif is always there to dearest. He knows he has a reliable customer. Bina, all the other spheres. They're all reliable. They're plugged in. They're there. They show up. They're always there. It's a very moody situation. Man and woman, sometimes they love each other, they're 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 fully enamored by each other, and sometimes they're fighting cats and dogs. They're, 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 they're here and they're there. There's a constant. It's lacking that stability. And the reason why Avram now is emphasizing his brother sister relationship, because Avram, who is the man of Chesed, He is the attribute, he is the personification of Chesed of Atzilus. Where was he going? Yehid le He was going down to Mitzrayim. That means that Mitzrayim is now going to get an influx of kindness, of love, of kindness. Now imagine what Mitzrayim is going to do with a powerful influx of love. They're going to take that love and turn it into lust. And they're going to take that lust, love, and they're going to turn it into who knows what, like we know famous story that the Balshem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov had a shikker. There was a drunkard. There was Mamish, a drunkard, who used to come to the Baal Shem Tov shul every day for David. The guy was a, 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 a uh, what do you call a, uh, not stomach drunkard, a guy who's a, uh, what's the word? Like an addict, but there's a word for it, a, no, I'm looking for that a a something okay, whatever. Any case, this guy was heavy into drinking, and he used to come to the Balshamtav for chakras every day. And people once asked him, they said, "What are you doing here? You show up every day." And he, said, he would lay there, drunken, you know, whatever. everybody comes for inspiration; they want to watch the Balshamtav davening. But he would come to the Balshamtav davening and sit in the back. So he said, "I don't know," he says, "but when I when I come over here and then I leave, I have such a powerful." Desire, in other words, for 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 alcohol. I have such an intense, and I have such pleasure, and I have such delight when I t- take the bottle. Why? Because the Balshemtiv was drawing down energy, and he was. was some, some unique Sachitzayim. I have to say, is that every every, every flow of holiness, you know, it could. So when Avram is coming to Mitzrayim, you can understand what that is going to give. Now, Avram himself. Let's understand something. Avram himself, they can't get to. Why can't they get to? Because Avram is Oireus without Caleb. Avram is oir without Caleb. And when there's no Caleb, you can't... Sara is the vessel. So when Avram is going to funnel his light through Sara, and you need a vessel, because if Avram doesn't have a container, then he can't influence the world with his chesed. So he needs Sara his container. The problem is that through Sarah, they can get to Avram. They can get to Avram's energy. So now when Avram needs to protect himself and his energy that klipa should not get a hold of his energy. So Avram says to Sarah, listen here, if we are going to be into this romantic stuff, me and you, which means I'm going to give you this insurgence of husband and wife exciting energy that gives us infinite new potential, new birth and new stuff and we let that into Mitzrayim, woo, 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 we don't know what kind of empowerment we can be given to those Kalippas. So let's keep it Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it kind of consistent. basic bare minimum energy, brother and sister kind of relationship. That's the first, and we'll see two and young. The you do what is no. The Yud kissrin the Noiga, that the 10 crowns of Noga, there are 10 crowns, meaning there are ten spheres of Klippa. Kim, God made one opposite the other. they also have kiss. They also have from the strength of the Shefa of holiness of godly, they are able to get some of that energy, both the internal light and the Makif light, beside Golos Ashkhinah. That's the idea of Golos Ashkhinah. Especially since Avram was going down to Mitzrayim, this is part of the plan of Golos Ashkhinah. That's what it says. This is began. Avram going to Mitzrayim was the empowerment for Paro to become a superpower which later will enslave the Shekhinah and the Jewish people for 210 years. It was necessary, good, it was a necessary thing, but it was part of that union. <speaking in Hebrew> but Avram was afraid to give them too much. <speaking in Hebrew> he was afraid that the Ruchnius of the minister of Mitzrayim should not derive Gamken Yichad El Yind that he should not give them of this infinite potential that comes down from his yichud yichud pnimi the zakhar and If he is going to be with her as husband and wife, which means they are going to unleash this infinite potential, so he's afraid that now they can he's susceptible to a hack. And when they're going to hack him, there is going to be a lot of what. There is going to be a lot of juice in that hack. There is going to be a lot of a lot to steal, and that and that's going to give them incredible power and incredible strength. <speaking> in <Hebrew> because of the toisves of moich chadashim, because of the of and le legamri that is new al yadei yichud azeh through this yichud, ychoilim gamach itzanim The chitzonim are also able to receive mipchenas moisrei hashefach. So maybe they're not going to get the whole thing, but they're going to get from the influx of shefa that is so much coming now that is now intensely flowing. They can receive. How about okay? you should be afraid that even as even as a brother and sister, he's still giving energy to her. The answer is that energy that he's giving to her as brother and sister—that's natural flow from the spheres to malchus, which is not this added yichud. That is very controlled. Some of it will go to the klipa, but what will go to it is only very measured energy. Because Hashem set up how much the klipa needs to get. But it's not endangering, that's the idea. Since everything over here is working by clockwork, everything is working in a very controlled manner, they will not be able to derive only according to their measure that which is very, very contracted from the back of the back, from the hind of the hind of Kedusha. That means the Ebershta did allocate for Klippa a certain amount of energy. It says that Klippa receives from the woman's hair. It's the way it is. Malchus the is gives 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 life to the klipa through her hair, and that's the way it is. But it's only through hair. But if you're going to go and give an extra yichud, that's the problem. do as it is known. By the way, this is also the reason we once discussed it when we gave a whole amazing share about um, a woman covering her hair and the whole all, all that we discussed it a couple of years ago in a, in a Monday night class. So in that class, I had mentioned an interesting thing. This is actually the reason, also, for the laws of Nida. Why a man is not allowed to have a relationship with his wife during the Nida period. And the reason is, because during her time of menstruation, a woman is then being attacked by the chitzonim. It's the system that's set that way, meaning the extra blood is energy that's flowing into the klipa. It's life force that malchus, the shekhinah, gives to the klipa. They have more, 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 um, they have more of a, of, a, of a plug-in into her soul during that time. So, okay. Whatever they're receiving, they're receiving, but that's it. If she's going to have a union with her husband during that time, that means he's now going to be giving her extra soul energy, extra power, and they're going to steal it instantly. So therefore it's, this can be very, very, very dangerous because this can empower the forces of klipa to become incredibly strong. That's why the Torah is so cautious. the laws of Tara Samashpaha are so severe and so and so this is all literally controlling the, the 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 borders that it should not it should not go to where it's not supposed to. The Ikaratam and the main reason is so similar to that. Similar to that, basically, when Avram and Sarah went down to Mitzrayim, Sarah spiritually is then in a state of menstruation. She's then in a state of nida. Because she's going into parish. She's going going down where the klipas are. Similar to that idea. And that's why he can't be husband and wife with her then. He says, that's not that I'm dropping you. We're still connected. But only as what? Only as brother and sister. The ikor But that's only one reason. He doesn't want to empower the klipa. The Ikaratam, but the main reason is the reason we said before. There's another Indian. In addition to not empowering them, he also wants to preserve his relationship with her. Now, if his relationship with her would be man and woman, then that kind of relationship could be broken, because the klipa might get in the way and try to separate it. like people sometimes trying to get in the way and try to break a marriage. But as much as you try to get in the way, you can't break a brother and a sister. They'll always be brother. They might not like each other, but they'll always be brother and sister. You can't, you can't destroy that. That is, it's a fact. It can never be changed. So therefore, Avraham says, "Hey, we're going to bond. We are going to connect to each other now as brother and sister. So there will be any. So klipa will not be able to get in in any way." And cause a, a break over here. Mashaika be yichod de ish ve ish to have a man and a woman. Le yois and since kiachitzayin nim yecholim la hafrid beinat veikim, the chitzayin nim sometimes can get in and chas v'shalim cause two entities to become separated beinat veikim, which is a sad situation. You have, a, you have a, this is, these very strong languages if you want to like apply this. I mean, you apply this to a marriage, a husband and a wife. They're veikim. If a couple got divorced, is that a simon that they were never meant to be married? Or never been, it was a marriage. It was a husband and a wife. They could have even been one neshamah. But the chitzayim got in. And things got in. I'm not saying sometimes. Say the divorce was justified. But no matter what, where and when, what? The chitzayim gets in. Something got in there that, that causes a what? Causes a break. You even see that, that the yichud of, 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 of zun, the, the, this, this deeper yichud, is only at times. It could be separated. brother and sister doesn't have a because this is an essential thing. It's not coming because of an excitement. It just is fact. But such a they have one shorish canal. So the chitzonim cannot separate between the dvekim. So this is here's the thing, this is for their benefit. Earlier we spoke they should not empower, power Egypt. Here it's for their own union that no one, nothing should be able to break them. They, this can never be interrupted because the revelation of atmas shameer begilu beham where not in matters of what is exciting but that which is steady the uznamar then it says khimmas doineg and then he's adding another indian the reason why the Chitsonim are not able to separate between them you would say is because they're they're essentially bond. they're one but he adds another indian Because the chitzayinim can't really get into that space. They can't wedge themselves in between. Why? Because the oyerin saif zaps them. The oyerin saif zaps them. However, in the relationship of husband and wife, the oyerin saif will not zap them. Why? Didn't we say earlier that the oyerin saif is stronger in that union because you're bringing that infinite potential? Here it's only the measured light of the Urin Saif. And here it's the infinite light of the Urin Saif. So if the Urin Saif will zap the klipa and and, and not allow it in, in a in a in a in a brother-sister relationship, how come in a husband and wife? So that's what I mentioned earlier, that even though husband and wife receive a much higher amshacha of, of infinite potential, it becomes enclosed and it becomes malubish inside. It goes into the uh, we said before, into their hormones. It becomes of who they are, their 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 and therefore, it's more concealed. How that that but brother and sister relationship, being that I know you know why it's more concealed. I think the idea is because why are we connected to each other? Because we chose to get married. In other words, there is more of why did you, why you get married? Because we liked each other. We fell in love with each other. We saw whatever all these things. In a husband and, in brother and sister, why are you connected? Nothing to do with you, because because and who made that? The Abishta made that. So I'm saying here is where the Avisher is doing the way God plugged the system. This is basically is the thing. This is the default system. This is the 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 um, this is the what do you call it? The the original company settings. The original company settings. The way the company set the computer up is this is this system. This is already a khidish that you did. That you decided to you fell in love with Yeshua. Okay, so that conceals more on the orange side. The fact that Chachme is Chachme, Bina is Bina, these are settings that the Eberster set. So in that sense, there is a more of a visibility of God there, and therefore the Chitzayim can't mess with that. Because this is the rule, this is the setting. What they could tinker with is, 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 is different uh, things that we, that we bring together. I think something like that is coming to my head right now. I'm not, I'm not sure. Again, the Icarim, um, That's the emphasis. Begiloi, it's revealed in them. The oz and then it says That doyneg, do like 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 um, like wax, melts in front of fire. In today's world, the company settings that God had set. Is also something that clip is trying to mess with. A man is not man, a woman is not woman, and this is not this. Everybody is—they told people in ten years, people are going to be confused. Momish, an average person, he's not going to know if he's a man, if he's a woman, if he was there, which where he goes, which. I mean, it's such a fashtinka in a cuckoo world. It's like people that are so—it's unbelievable how, meshuga, the 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 mind can go when you become over overly. Overly smart. I don't know if it's overly smart it because it's like it's it's that's not normal. In any case, you, you would see it says over here that the or, this Indian you can't mess with. And yet it's Nishtazai. Mashaencane Bichudizun, which isn't the case in the Yichud of Zuchrinuk for male and female. Its light is more enclothed. The helem caniskalial they're saying even though it's a newer light which means it's a deeper light of the orange soil but what is it it's it's more enclosed again I'm not sure my interpretation is right but that's what's coming now let's learn one more piece before we take a break and this is the reason Mesara that he asked Sarah she should say she's his brother and she too called him a sister Kaimer he said, let's go back to the way things were, as we said before, factory settings. The way God set, set the whole system. As we were emanated from the root of the Oren Soif, In other words, husband and wife means that Malchus is receiving her energy through him. Because he's her husband. Brother and sister means that what? that I am created individually by our parents, and you're created individually by your parents. Husband and wife means that you receive your hashpah through me, you're married to me. But brother and sister means you're independently valid, I'm independently valid. And that's the way the Ebers to set up at Silas, he emanated all the spheres, and Malchus is emanated on its own. Malchus is not a product of chesed, gavur, Ferris. Malchus has its own, its own setting. Fine. Shenetz amalchus netsu bifnei atzma vechesed bifnei atzma. Each one of them was emanated on their own. V'yichud his kashrusam enoi b'derech mashpiya mekabel, and they're close to each other. Not in a manner of mashpiya mekabel. It's just that they both have the same source. We both come from the same place. Rak b'derech ava. There is a closeness. V'hiskashrus ach v'choysei. Brother and sister, have an eskashos. Mitzad mokher chay tzavam bilvad, because of their source from where they've been excavated. She'ein <mitzat> lo'yhefzik. That doesn't have an interpretation. It doesn't have a chasr a, 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 a hefzik. It doesn't have an interruption. Keneska <mitzat> We're set. Fine. B'day <mitzat> l'meve. That means almost like something like this, whether a brother helps a sister, whether his brother is taking care of a sister, whether he's giving her, whether she's helping him, whether they're... <laughs> that's nice. That, that, but, but, but there is a, 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 an essential reality that the brother and sister. And this is what it means, she's also the, the daughter of my father. But what does it mean later when he says... But Lachori, he tells Avimelech, she became my wife. So if he's saying she became his wife, then what is he saying? He, he's saying that then I married her, which means I also have a relationship of lot. If he's saying she's my wife, means he's I'm also in a relationship of husband and wife. So if he's also in a relationship of husband and wife, he's jeopardizing the whole thing. That's why he says, no, it doesn't mean I'm also a wife. She's also my wife. At the Hillelisha, doesn't mean I married her. Vatihi lili isha means piddish. Bas avi first he explains it in a minute. Bas avi means brati de Chachmila. She's the daughter of chachma. Malchus is the daughter. Vigam avram and also avram isha chesed atzilus. He's the man of chesed of atzilus. Netzal ma He also comes from chachma. Bepchinas Yamin, on the right side. Chachma chesed netzar. like we said earlier. U piddish isha. Now what does it mean? She became to me as a wife. HaKavana, the Kavana is their yichud amongst them, which means their interaction with each other is Zivug achva It's a closeness, but it's not an intimacy. It's a closeness of brother and sister. The loy ish ishtoy. but it's not as deep and as intense, and therefore as powerful as a, as a relationship of husband and wife. It's more enduring, but not as as powerful. The, what, what does he have to say that? Okay, if your brother and sister, then your brother and sister. He says, no, because he does want to show that we're close to each other. Because sometimes brothers don't get along, or brothers and siblings don't get along. We do see at times, we find a brother and a sister, they don't enjoy each other's company they don't get together ever bit there's no love they don't have any bonding of any affection towards each other at all on the contrary we turn over the page it's possible that they hate each other very much so therefore he has to say she is she became my wife meaning we're 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 close to each other meaning Avraham wants to say that I am a shpia to her. I'm looking out for her. I'm, 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 we're close to each other, but it's in a manner of, it's in a manner of brother and sister being being close. That's what he means. When there is love between a brother and a sister, that's called yichud zivog. It's called zivug, but it doesn't mean in the regular conventional way. What we mean zivog. For example, They can hug and embrace and kiss each other. They can have a very deep closeness together, but they won't have a physical intimacy, unless there is incest, but that we're not talking about. They're not going to have a ach, It's not going to bring about what? It's not going to bring children. Because it doesn't have that intensity, it's not that Indian. From the embracing and the kiss will not create children. It could be tense, intense. Avram is saying my love to Sarah, my connection of chesed to Malchus, I'm being mashpia in her very intensely. But it's not that kind of a zivug that creates that infinite potential without husband and wife. Because as we said earlier, that's dangerous. And also, if we would be operating on that operation, that can only be at certain times. That can't be constant. And the nimshal is understood above. The chzivet says, His right hand, the shechina says this. The shina says about her husband, His right hand, which means, He embraces me. Chesed embraces Malchus. This is chibuk. this is not zivog. This is a chibuk. this is an embrace. Pidish achva In this yichud of brother and sister, Yashyemin Mekareves, there is the right hand that is Mekarev, Mitsad Ahab. It's like when the brother picks up the phone and calls his sister, and how are you doing? And he talks to her. Hanifla bay There's a wondrous love between them. V this is called zivog chitsaini. An external zivug dinashikan of a kiss. And guess what? This union, when when Chesed is mashpiyah into Malchus, this kind of energy, with this with lacking the intensity of a real Zivug of husband and wife, what does it create? It also creates something new, but not something that's not really news. It creates Malachim, and Malachim can't do the impossible. Malachim are fixed entities. You can predict when they're born what they, what their life is going to be, but when a neshama is created, then you have no then you got to stand by and wait because a neshama has got infinite potential. A neshama is a mahalikh. because a neshama is being born. Why is a neshama? Because a neshama is coming from the oirin soiv shalif me'atzimtzum where anything can happen. Neshamahs are not from the fixed system. Malachim they plugged. You're grabbing certain set things and you're you're, you're bringing a malach. So a malach is fixed. Neshama is not fixed, so. But as we said earlier, when you're living in Eretz Yisrael, you're living in a holy place. create, the, create these infinite nishamas, bring down. But when you're, ringing, you're living amongst the, the dangerous klipas, you, won't, you don't want to give them access to these to this new potential. Because who knows what they're going to do? As we said before, this is nuclear energy. Who knows what they can do with it? Only malachim. Um, but they give birth to a neshama, it's considered a physical yichud. Obviously, we're not dealing with physical, there's no bodies up there. But still, it's compared to the physical yichud. Kama Shakasav Eitzchaim, as stated in Eitzchaim. Elakacha neshama dafka nikra Dafka neshama is called a mahalach, a journeyer. Le fiche yeesh, Bab, Bab, and as A neshama has an ain power. Masha ain't b'malach, which isn't the case in a malach. Shenikra oymade. A malach is called a stationary being. Malachim are taken from the predictable continuous Yikhud, Hanal Shhnes Khibuk Venishuk, which is related to the kissing and the embracing. Havala peh. It's from the breath of the mouth. The aimbo ischachus, canal the dilemma. And there's no ischachus. Vitzarh Shayam Shiku um uh, I, I told you the story about this i'm going to break for the story now related to this india i once a very Gishmaka story that Remichel of Zlochev was a good friend was was a student of the balshamtov and he was also a a good friend of the mizricher he was one of the, when 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 the when the balshamtov passed away and the mizricher Magad became rebbe the next rebbe the next generation um all the Tamidim of the balshemtov kind of were surrendered themselves to the magid, and became the magid's chassidim. Not everybody. There were there were a few people that held their own courts. For example, Reb of Karitz was still a rebbe. He was much older than them. he was even older than the balshemtov, so he was never Machniah himself to the magid. Meaning he was a friend of the magid, but he wasn't the chassid. And Reb There were a few Rabbeim that had their own thing going. When Remichel, But being that Ramechel of Zlacheve was a good friend of the Altarev, I'm sorry, not of the Altarev, of the Magid. So he came, they would come to visit each other. Whenever, however, Ramechel would come to Mezrich, where the Magid was, he held his own court. And he had, he had his own tish, and he had his own chassidim, and he would come with his entourage, and he would do his own thing. And he would say, Torah, the Magid used to take a, a break. The Magid would go to, to Ramechel and listen to the Ramechel Zlacheve saying, Torah. But Ramichel's Lachava would not come here to from the Magad. Ramichel would not come to the Magad, the Magad would go to Michl. The Alta Rebbe, who's a student of the Miz- Mizritsa Magad, was very bothered by this. He was there for Shabbos, and he saw what happened, and it bothered him very much. Why? Because a, th- a thought suddenly occurred in his head. If the Magad is going to learn from the Ramichel, and Ramichel is not coming to the Magad, the Mizdach Zain, that who's higher? that the, the Michal's Lachever is on a much higher level than the Mizrach Chaman. So then he started thinking, what am I doing by the Magad? The Alter Rebbe wouldn't settle for, the, for anything less than the best. So why don't I go to the Michal's Zlatchevar to learn? Why do I want to go to the Magid to learn? <laughs> so um, he was bothered. The entire Shabbos, this was plaguing him. It made him nuts, this Mach It bothered him to no end. After Shabbos, immediately he, he, he wanted to go in to see the Magad to ask the Magad the question. It bothered him to no end. So he came to the Maggid and he asked to go in. Rav of Karlin was then the the gabai, Mamuna by the door. Every night there was a different uh, student that was in charge of running the, uh, letting in, like who's going in. So he asked Rav Shlamev Karlin if I could get permission to go in. So Rav Shlamev Karlin said that the Maggid gave him clear instructions that no one should come in tonight. So the, the Alter Rebbe said, I'm sorry, it's an emergency, I have to go in. So he said, "Excuse me, emergency, emergency." The Maggid said, they're not, "They're not going in. You're not going in." She says, "You don't realize this is a matter of life and death. I cannot. I, I, I have to go in now." The Flame said, "I'm sorry." So he back and forth and back and forth. So until the Flame said, "Listen here, I told you you can't go." At midnight, the Maggid opens up the door of his room, and the reason for that is because in heaven, it, it, it says by by midnight, by Chatzais, they open up the doors of Gan Eden. So, because that's the way it is in heaven, so too happens down here in the maggid. The maggid is completely synchronized with the way things are up there. So, if the gates of Gan Eden are opened in heaven, so too the maggid room. So, there the door is open. You go in on your own risk. So, the Alter Rebbe waited midnight, Matsushavas, Shabbos, and he went into the maggid. When he came into the maggid, he took one look at the maggid and he said, "I saw on the maggid all the supernal him, all the configurations." I saw the face, I saw the parts of, of Malchus, I saw the parts of, of the Zayrampin, I saw the parts of, of, of Ema, of Bina, I saw the parts of, of Chachma, I saw the parts of, of Keser, I saw the Lomaila, myla myla all on the Maggid. And when he saw that, he said he had no doubt on who the Maggid is. But then he still had the guts to ask the Maggid, how come the Maggid goes to hear Torah from Remichelos Lachever, and Remichelos Lachever doesn't come to the Magid? So the Maggid answered him, and he said, that Remichel's neshama comes from the zivug of Nishikin of kis, comes from this union of brother and sister, from a union of brother and sister, and that's why his neshama is more spiritual. My neshama comes from the yichud gufni, from the more physical yichud, from husband and wife kind of yichud, and therefore my neshama is more physical in a sense. That's what he said there. And therefore, his Torah is more abstract, more spiritual than that. So then, but, but, but what's the what's the Etzem, the essence. However, where is the essence? Essence doesn't is is not conveyed in the spiritual. Essence is conveyed in what? In 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 the in, in the physical, right? A teacher that teaches a student can only teach that much, which is in his mind. He's not creating a new child. But when a husband and wife have a union, it's a physical union. It's very physical. But it creates a new child. So the essence of, of the divine is captured in the Maggit's Torah, not in there. But the more spiritual... So the maggot says, "I'm a tra-, there's something very spiritual about his... That's uh, just an union. So we're learning over here. The Maramichal is more related to the world of the Malachim. Which is... It's, so think about it. Neshama is more physical. Once it comes out in a body, it's a very physical entity. But yet it has infinite potential. A malach is a more spiritual being, very sublime being, but yet it's fixed. Each one has its inyan. Um, Hold on, and, ha- and it's not consistent. You have to draw to them. I think that's what it means. And this is what he said: Bas Avihi, she's the daughter of my father. Al-Kain, and therefore she became to me as a wife, meaning we love each other. We love each other like a brother and a sister love each other. Of brother and sister. For who, and this is, you do what is known. He's elaborating on the idea that why Malchus and Why is he emphasizing she's my sister? Because she's the son of she's the she's the daughter of my father. So that's explaining their relationship. Why? Because Chesed is drawn from Chachma. Because why? We said earlier because they're both on the right side. Because Chachma Chesed Netzach, and the right. Oh, but why does it have a connection to Malchus? Uksivan it says Be'er Chafaruhu Be'er is Malchus. Malchus is called the Be'er, a well. And what does it say? Ministers have dug the well. Who are the ministers? Chachma and Bina are the ministers who dig Malchus. Oh, so Malchus is created by both energies. Chachma and Bina, father and mother. Pidish Malchus, Chachma and Bina, the two friends, fine. Laham sheikh ba koyach hachasadim shalahem. They mam in her the koyach of chesed. It's interesting, shalahem and them, you would think, Chachma is the one that's mashpia chesed. And bin is mashpiyah Gevura, like we'll see soon. But I don't the washing over here is a little strange. Laham shekboi koyecha chasadim sholahem. Uliyois and since. It's mashpiyah from both of them, the chesed, I'm not sure. Uliyois and since. Ki shoyerish bin yana malchus him min ha-gevurais. Since malchus is primarily constructed from Gevura, au ken tsrichim lahamtika gvurais. You need to sweeten her judgment. Sholo b'chasadim hatoivim da'aba davka. You have to you have to shower her with with, with with chachma energy, which gives a lot of chesed energy. and that's what we mean. she's my father's daughter. My min and she's receiving from. She's tilting towards her father to receive her father's influence. then she has her power. Then she will love her brother Avram who is a chesedig, brother? brother. L'karif b'yamin. It's like every person has two brothers. Two, every girl, right? She has two brothers. One is the fun brother, who's always joking, having a good time, and is laughing, and is kind, and is easygoing. And then there's one brother who's kind of more rigid, businesslike, and this and that. Now the, the daughter, the sister can tilt sometimes to her more frivolous, happy-go-lucky brother, or she can tilt more, more to her brother who's more... Uh, this so it depends who's influencing her more. If she's influencing, if she's influenced more by a Chesed energy, she's looser and more free spirited and that kind of thing. So she'll tilt. She will like the company of her brother. That's more uh, more Lebedig, more Freilach, If she's influenced more by the rigidity ri- rigidity of Bina, so that she naturally at that time she's 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 at least in her mindset right now she's looking for structure and discipline, which is from her other brother. So that's what he's saying is, that he's emphasizing, in order for her to be behiskash to me, which is chesed, what does that take that she's influenced by her father? She's loosened, she's not stiff. She's kind of... Free. Um, to be connected. Isha chesed. That's called her brother. If she's not the, the, the daughter of a father. minachasadim from chesed is the Imi, if she's channeling my mother's energy, which is Bina Agvura, Amy Allah, the Supernal Mother, the Kawasmiral coming from the left, Bina Gvura, which is Bina Gvura Hoyd La Then her brother can't be close to her, they can't be like tight. She's a brother, but they're not gonna have that, that love that we spoke about, which means that, that influence. Because as we said earlier, that brothers and sister don't really get along with each other. So that's why Avam is saying this is the this is the character of our relationship. Okay, the next piece is again is it brings in a new Indian, um, but, and we're going to finish that in a, in a couple of minutes. We'll just take a little break, um, but uh, there is a, a complete thought to this already. What we learned. Okay, shall we continue? Now, behold the explanation of Masha Omar. The explanation of what he said: bas imi, she's not the daughter of my mother. isha. Then she is to me for a wife when she would be the daughter of my mother, meaning influenced by, by Bina, she cannot be to him for a wife. According to the first Piyush, he's going to give a second pirish to this. According to the first pirish, the reason she can't be to him as a wife, wife, according to the, what we just learned, doesn't mean wife. She can't be close to me with the loving relationship of brother and sister only if she's more open to chesed, which she's receiving from her father. If she's more gvuridig, then she would not feel close to chesed. But again, we're not talking about Isha and the conventional meaning of Isha, meaning, it doesn't mean Isha and the conventional meaning of Isha, which means um, uh, real wife, uh, which means a husband and wife. We're talking about closeness. We, she wouldn't, but he says now he wants to say another Indian. that um, that that um, there cannot be a yichud between za and malchus zair anpin and malchus. Forget about chesed. The, the etzim union of za and malchus cannot have a union. the zair anpin. The six the the six between our kadosh baruch hu za and malchus cannot have a yichud when malchus is in a bina diga state. Malchus has to be in a Chachma dig estate in order for her to have the Zivug in the conventional meaning of the word Zivug, meaning Avram and Sarah are also literally married, so they're also husband and wife. But we were saying till now when in Mitzrayim they weren't activating that. But Avram he wants to is he's, 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 he's continuing that theme, we're not activating it, but this is a general principle he's saying outside of being in Mitzrayim. Forget about being Mitzrayim. Avram and Sarah, or any male and female, cannot be married when the female is influenced by her mother and not by her father. In general, you know that when the mother gets involved with her daughter, that it ruins, that it gets uh, makes, it causes the shvigar, that's a shvigar, that's right. When the shvigar has too much influence, at least on her daughter, mother-in-law is shvigar. Yeah. Shvigar. What does it mean? It means mother-in-law. That's what it means. It's a Yiddish word for mother-in-law. Yeah, and all the mother-in-law jokes—it's all on shvigar. And what it really means is that you—that uh, when mother is influencing too much, it's not good for the marriage. It's not good for the—it's not good for the marriage. Father-in-law is nish, nishnish Mother is a problem. Why is mother a problem? Um, it doesn't allow it doesn't allow for the female to be ready to receive from her husband, to be a keili, to be married. As he says, uh, Yesh lefarish gam al yichud zun. This can also be mefurish on the general idea of the yichud of zuchre v'nipfe, not only on uh, the yichud chitzayni, but on the yichud p'nimi, on the internal yichud. nikra bas imi, when malchus is called bas imi my the daughter of my mother, Loy Tuchal Klau, <laughs> Liyosli, Lisha. She Bechlau can't be a wife. The Indian and the idea is, Yuvon, based on what it says in the Zohar Pashas Emler, Teshalach Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon sent, Zimna Lizvaga de Yehuda. It says over there that the Zohar asked the question, When is the time for Zivugim? What's the time when there can be a supernal Yehuda in the Zivug? So it says that an appropriate time for a zivog and a yichod is only in the times when Malchus is not Lamebei Abba, when she's taking from her, from her father. When Malchus is taking from her mother is not a time for a We'll see in a moment what that means. Shabbos and Yantiv, Shabbos is called Shabbos Kodesh. Yantiv is called also Mikra Kaidesh. Kaidesh is Chachma. So since Malchus, the Shina then, is receiving from Chachma, from Chachma energy, then she can be a wife. However, when she's only influenced by mother and not, which are other times, Yom Kippur, for instance, is a time of tshuva, and tshuva is in Bina, and Malchus is then rising up into Bina, very high up into Bina, and in some ways much higher than, than Shabbos and Yantiv, Because Shabbos and Yantiv is only a flow of Chachmah, but Malchus still remains down here, or maybe she rises a little over here she has a total aliyah. She goes all the way up in Dina Aliyah, samalchus like Yom Kippur. But she's on the left side. She's in her mother's side. So we find an interesting thing. On Shabbos and Yom Tev is the most opportune, appropriate time for a husband and wife to be intimate with each other. And the reason for that is that physically is because spiritually in the upper world, that's when it's the most opportune time for that kind of a union. It's taking place above. It's supposed to take place down here below. However, on Yom Kippur it's forbidden. Rosh Hashanah is also—it's not forbidden, but Rosh Hashanah, unless it's a uh, whatever, uh, leil tefila, mikva, whatever this and that. The, the, the Arizal, according to Kabbalah, one should not have any, any 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 relations with their with their wife or their husband on on Rosh Hashanah. Why? Based on this, what Shimon by Yehai says over here—that the t- only time Malchus can have a can is ready for a zivug is when when she's taking from her father, not when she's taking from her mother. You see, omna and then the zoyar continues, When is When is she to me for a wife? When? When she's bas avi, in the name of Reb Chaim Vital. Reb Chaim says that this is referring to during the time of Rosh the yoim kipper me Malchus is then receiving from ima, from mother, hanikri yoivla, it's called yoivla, that's where Rosh Hashanah, yablo shoifr, shoifr is called yoivla. Asha'az ein yichud bizun. then then, then, nukva. husband and wife are not having a yichud. Ba'ashenke b'shabz v'yomtev, Shabbos and yomtev, when Malchus is receiving vitality from Chachma, not only is it okay, it is then the most, then she's ready more than any other time. Ayn Ulahaven to understand, called ikaratam. What is the main primary reason for this? Why can't there be the yichud in Nukva, when she is the daughter of her mother? The idea will be understood up here, based on a marshal of harav Talmud. When a teacher is teaching a student. Teacher and student is called cause and effect, as it is known. And this also, this is, we're using this as a relationship of husband and wife. In your we see, one of the things a student needs, more than anything else, to be able to receive new teaching from his teacher, is that the student needs to the student has to um, extract himself, from everything. In other words, he has to bring himself to a state of total calmness, empty his mind from everything. That previous knowledge, ideas, thoughts, concerns, worries should not distract it. If you're having problems and your mind is not here, you can come to the class and it's just not going in. You have to have an empty head. The student has to be open to receive the new haskala from the teacher. The student needs to be a keli to the teacher. And that requires one to lower themselves, meaning. I know nothing. You have to have a, a certain humility. You have to have a certain humility. You can't come in with preconceived notions and preconceived ideas. You have to be open. The more a person can empty his mind out, the more they have the ability to receive the and to absorb deeply, as a shefa. If, if you're filled with your own thoughts and ideas and opinions and when you're listening to something, even if you might get what the person is saying, you're not getting it deeply. You're not at all. You're missing it. You think you got it. You didn't get it. Because you're not listening. Um, it's like, you know, I'm giving a simple example. You learn chitas every year over and over again. So basically when you basically come to the chumash and you learn to read the parasha, so I said, oh, I know learning that you're not going to get anything new. Yeah. But if your mom is like totally fresh, and you don't have anything, you're looking at it suddenly, like you find suddenly such gems and such deep things because you had nothing and because you're not coming yet with this notion that I know. Or in Tanya, especially, you're going again over again. Tanya, you're not But if you if you totally free your mind and you become a real student, you'll see such depth you didn't see last year. You never. You Okay, because of that shiftless, that you lowered yourself down, the and you bent your heart, All you want to hear is, I want to hear what are you saying, shefa Haram what the teacher is saying, This makes them into a keli, bias. You become, you have a halal you have space in your house, base kibble it's, According to Allah I'm just learning this in Hilchas Kalim. We're learning Rambam Hilchas Kalim. A keli is only a keli if it has a base kibble. If you have a flat, and many different kalim by wood, even a flat thing is considered a keli, a flat board. But in a, a klicheres, an earthenware, or in, or in a klimateches, or in, in uh, metal, uh, metal uh, uh, utensils, it has to have a receptacle. It has to be a base kibble. And what is a receptacle? Receptacle means empty space. Without empty space, if it's stuffed, the whole Kaylee is flat and it's stuffed with itself, it's not a keli. It means it doesn't have a gather of keli. So it's that way spiritually as well. You're not a keli unless you empty yourself out. This bitl. for the nukvah. And this is called the yasod element. Yasod is the power to bond of the Yasod the nukva is the element of bonding of the female, which in this case means the 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 the, the um, space, the the recipients. Connection to the mashpia is by what? By creating a space. Um, like I stated elsewhere. The clear reikon machzik and only an empty vessel could contain. If it's empty, whatever you're putting in is going to receive. So anything, anything that is more empty can receive more. If it's only emptied itself halfway it's not going to receive. It's all dependent on how much can you lower yourself. And how much you're making a keli, yeah. This empty vessel, the chesed the energy from Chachma, if it's directed towards Malchus, causes bittel in Malchus. Gvura causes you to rise within yourself. Gvura causes you to, fire goes up, water goes down. So humility, Chazal say, why is the Torah compared to water? Just like water runs to a low place, so too the Torah will only settle in a very low place. You see Chesed, the Nate Avram, who's a man of Chesed, what does he say about himself? He's nobody. Chesed goes down. And it affects by the person who has Chesed, a, a, a humility, a lowering gavura causes when fire causes gaiva causes kas, causes causes a very strong intense sense of self right ki we see literally shakashana when the is in a state of gavura and even even just a simpler example he says kashana when a person is walking into a class and they're very excited the very excitement itself doesn't let them doesn't let them learn because you're so excited you're so that excitement is a disturbance. you can't be excited. you have to be calm to learn. If you're excited, too excited doesn't need the help. You have to want to learn you have to there has to be that openness but then there has to be silence. If there is a tumult if I, you know is spilos. if there is an excitement you can't receive it that you're listening like we know the friends of the Altareba got so excited every time the maggot opened up his mouth that they didn't receive. They were climbing the walls. The altar, I mean they received, everybody received, but they received much less. Like the famous, like the Bartitzev said, we all ate from the same, we all ate from the same pot, but the Litvak, he took all the fat. That's what the Holy Bartitzev said about the altereb. We all ate by the same pot, but the Litvak, referring to the altereb, the Lithuanian, he got all the, uh, the juice, the fat. Because the altereb was calm. He was able to stand. He had he had very broad vessels, and he was able to receive. The others would get so excited, and when you get excited, the excitement is interfering. It uh, it, it it takes up the space. It occupies. Because something is holding in middle, of spilling out, it can't absorb. When one is occupied with gevura, the spilers the excitement with the rash with a tumlet for <speaking in Hebrew> this is a departure and a rising upward kidu as it is known. teva <speaking in Hebrew> And because the teva, the nature of receiving, <speaking in> who <Hebrew> is total opposite. Sha <speaking in Hebrew> teva the nature of receiving, <speaking in> who <Hebrew> is the lowliness that I don't know anything via and the descent of self. And the nature of fire is to rise and to and to lift itself up. The nimtze shehema beiz hafechem comes out that these are two opposites that contradict each other. Mamish al kein layuchel ha makabel shmoi ahetiv, and that's why the makabel is not able to listen or the kabel hashefa and to receive the shefa b'shashu hu beislavos at the time that he is excited kilo is kli rekon because he's not empty at that time etam with the reason we, we said before, Avol who built his spilus islavus when he's not in a state of his spilus, but rather he's stunned, like a person is stunned and therefore quiet. When chachma energy comes in, chachma brings bitl it, the bina em The other rabbi who the chachma is in a state of bitl. Koach ma chachma is the koach of ma That's also the difference between the kahanim and the levim. The levim were a very noisy bunch. The kahanim were very quiet because the kahanim have bitl, The levim have excitement. As explained elsewhere, then you're much far more able to receive the shefa. the That's dafka what makes her into a cake. So Shabbos, what does Shabbos do to malchus? It causes her tranquility. She's tranquil, she calms down, she can receive then from her husband. But, but Yom Kippur, what say, that the words of the wise are heard benachas, calmly. It doesn't say it's interesting. It doesn't say benachas medabrim. Nishmaim, it needs to be heard. If the recipient is Benachas, is calm, then they can hear. But Benachas dafke, Benachas bittel, Nachas means when you calm down, when you're brittle. The idea is spilus achachma. I'm sorry. The idea is spilus achachma shabam is a inyan asiflus, which is affected by chachma that brings shiflus. Hanalaniach has atzma, it brings lowliness. To, to to in other words the sense that i don't know anything and i want to know and i'm open teach me levatalas you atzmai nullify oneself completely can now then it goes in and it enters into the keli of the recipient from the teacher to the student also it has to come out benachas Nachas means calmly, even though I'm never calm when I'm teaching. So I guess... And for this reason it says, That the fence for wisdom is silence. The meaning of that is that the silence and the quieting down, that's your fence. Fence means a fence creates space. When you fence something off... You created a space in which you can fill that space with something. So the fence of wisdom is the silence. In accordance to how silent you are, that's how much space you are. So if you have 10 feet of silence, then you have a 10 foot space. If you have 20 feet of silence, which means the silence is deeper, you carve out more, you have a greater space for more to come in. That's why it's called siyag. Pirish asiyagu achanes kli base kibble. The siyag creates the fence, the the border. Shela makabel of the makabel. Sh'am koy verach vayena elofi erech pchenas shtika. How deep and how broad is this fenced area? In accordance to the shtika, to the silence. She'ash bemakabel. D'aina ide pchenas bittel shabam etzadachchma. The bittel that comes from chachma dafka. Hepech ispailus habina shuhu birash gada, which is with really a great noise comes out in a Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, for instance. Let's talk about it as it written. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Knesses Yisrael, a Jewish neshama, is doing tshuva, is in a state of biggest oeditas, is in a state of tremendous excitement, of yearning to go back to source. There's too much tumlet. You're not a keli then for a You're doing tshuva, you're raising yourself up, you're coming close to your source, Gavalding. But a keli for new light, I had a thought today when I was teaching this in the morning, when I was going through this, an interesting thing. The Rabbein did not say chassidus on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. On Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, you don't have any maimoram for Yom Kippur, there's kamat. Matzah Yom Kippur sometimes they said. Rosh Hashanah also, the Rabbein didn't say a i Rosh Hashanah. Uh, The Matzah Rosh Hashanah, the second day, they would say late, late in the afternoon. So what's the Indian? So it could be there's the Indian. Because... The, 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 the rabbeim is the and the chassidim of the Makavla, And that's, that's a is saying a mimer, it's synchronized with above. There's no yichud between za' and malchus, a, 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 a zivog, unless there's a calmness. And in Rosh and Kippur, there's too much excited at us to be able to receive. You can't receive. So what's the point of giving a when there's no recipient? There's no keli. Ubezei yuven gam This will also understood Chazal saying. Milah basella. If you pay one seller, if you pay a coin, a seller's is a coin, for a word, for every word, if someone's words are so smart, so good, that you're willing to pay the person for every word that they say, a milah. So for silence, you should pay two. For silence, you pay double for the Every word you don't say. And anyway, when someone prepares a talk, if they realize, that everybody thinks, that I have to say this, I have to say this, but the chachma of being able to speak, I wish... I learned this and others learned this as well. Is the chachma of a speaker really ultimately is that the chachma is how many words they're going to cut out before they open up. Before they say, What am I not going to say? For every word you don't say, you're actually gaining more than what you do say. You have to say something. <laughs> there isn't one tipa that comes down from the mashpia. So there needs to be, in other words, for every. Um, here's the thing milah Besela is the mashpiyah the mashpiyah is giving. and and he said this earlier that milah the one word is a selah but for silence too why? because Chazal say that for every dose that the mashpiyah is giving the makabal the makabal has to elicit a double measure the makabal has to send up twice as much to be mashpiyah to draw from the mashpiyah Chazal say that for every drop of water that comes down from above there needs to be two drops that go up so what does that mean? For every word, mila is the mashpiyah, giving words. The makabal has to have two doses of bitl, of silence, two doses of openness for every word that the mashpiyah is going to give. Because they're... Uh, the K, the mak- in other words, who has to work? <laughs> comes at an amazing thing. Who has to prepare more for the share? Who has to prepare, prepare more for the class? The one who gives the class or the one who's listening to the class? According to what we're learning over here, if I prepare three hours for the Thursday night chair, you should prepare six hours for the Thursday night chair. But you, it, the preparation you can do is go to sleep for six hours. That's a good because you're being silent, but that's the idea. You have to create space, double the amount of effort goes into the creating the space. For the recipient, for the for the recipient, then for the teacher to teach, it says Yesh ba'achanas kliyam akabel, shaydeya shtika migufa shel ashefa. Then the gufa of the shefa, chachma yerededus, that's coming there. The ata you've now will understand that nimshal as we said earlier. Shabiyos pchenas amalchus oydla ve'nechlelas be'ema yila. When malchus goes up in ima when she's called which is Rosh Yom she cannot be in a state of a Kaili, kol that much, to receive a zivuk from her husband, cause and effect, like the yichud of male and female, because the kevur is from the mother, She's in a state of a lot of aliyah. It's lacking in bittel. Number one, she's in a state of And I understand the two in Yanam. One that she's in a state of istalkus. and the other one is that she's a yesh. When you're excited, you feel yourself. To be a keli, you have to be an iron You can't be a yesh. Canal, vidyalamav. When is the When she's the daughter of my father. Not when she's receiving from the mother. Okay. And after all of this, we'll understand a little bit. The details of the maimer. What does it mean? bas she's also the daughter of my father. Begin the Yamina, because Avram comes on the right side. Yamin, meaning what the Zohar means in that Avram is on the right. Chochmached netzah, as we said earlier, canal. He calls Malchus, which is Chachma, the lower Chachma. He calls it my sister. They will never separate from each other forever. We said earlier, like we stated earlier, the union between brother and sister, which is steady, the the is dabik he connected to the Amunah, the loynis parish and they would never separate from her. He's holding on to the to the chevel, to this to the rope uh, that is that he's bound to when he's going down into a pit. That he mentions later because he's going down to Mitzrayim and he needs that. Or the bus are and afterwards, gam comes to add and besides, she being my sister, which means chesed and chachma, our sisters, brothers and sister, also she's the daughter of my father. What does that mean? Remember I said, there's two perushim in this. I said, in the be- we learned in the beginning, she's my wife. What does that mean? In the beginning, Chachma tato In the beginning, is a nukva. She's receiving from Avram <laughs> That in the beginning, Malchus is a recipient from Avram. But the gam comes to add. Or Shayrish, when you're adding her, not just what she's receiving from her brother, but she's bas she's receiving even from Chachma, Because then we know at certain times Malchus rises to receive from her father, from a much higher Ashpa, ma'akhatsaw Aba Atzma. Her root is from Oir Ab itself. Behind the Bas Avi, Bas Basra, Okay. The emphasis over here is Achloy Basimi. She's not the daughter of my mother, Masad of Jerusalem. Pidish Mepchinas She's not from the supernal mother, Shenikrashe Rusa. That's called the beginning. Why is it called the beginning? Kimavua B'kam Like it's explained in many places. Why is Bina called the beginning? She Miktei Hashemayim at Ktei it says in the Zohar, from one end of the heaven to the other end of the heaven, you can ask. You can inquire about. What does that mean? Heaven is the... One, one end of the heaven is the air Anpin. Remember we said earlier that the Midas are called heaven. Shemayim, v'ar, uh, shemayim, e shemayim, Fine. The other end of the heaven is Bina. Bina is the beginning of heaven. And and you're saying, HaShemayim Dele'ela Huza, Shanikra Shemayim, HaKotze Shaloi, It's kotze. That you're allowed to ask about the who, whom me. And that's Bina, which is called me. The kaima you can investigate. Higher than that, Shamayim, that means in Chachma, you can't ask any questions. Chachma is forbidden to ask because Chachma is unknowable. Bina, you can at least inquire. Because she's called the mother of the children. And the fact that she's the mother of the children means that even though she's still a mystery, because you say me, Bina, you say on who, but the fact she is going to reveal herself. The is gala. eventually it's going to be revealed. It's called the, the close. You have to ask me. It's called the concealed world. It's it's interesting. He it says You would think that malchus goes up. Fine. achar in other. So in other words, when she's bas imi, there's no. She's no vatili leisha. Fine. pirish achar shirusa. Another pirish in this is ka al It's really referring to chachma. It's not what she's not. What she is. She's a daughter of chachma, and chachma is called the beginning of the. Con- Albas Avi, should be emes chachma yishurus is the beginning. K'moyu kiub chenas aresis, that's called aresis. Like it says, aresis chachma. The gam who be emes stima ilo. bina is not really stima because what did we say about bina? Bina eventually will be revealed, but chachma remains a secret and never revealed. K'ayachma, mashen kinabina ma'achas ha'asid lezgali. It's going to be revealed. When niku yishurus, it's not called the beginning. The kula stima, the kula, it's not. It's considered relative to what's really, what, to the emotions that are fully revealed, Bina is also concealed, but not concealed in compared to Chachma, that's be'etzem concealed. Again, it's an independent Indian, I'm not going to get into this now, but everything is like we spoke earlier, because Avram was afraid. From the Annika Sachitsoinim, Kasher Kishra de Meimanusa, he bound himself with Amunah, Le Takva Bei, Ulubasa Naches, and then he went down. You have to rely upon the Yechud Atmidi, the Dailamech. It means, in other words, how can you translate this into life? Because everything has to have some kind of Avoda application. When you're living in good times, and you can rely and you can. Focus your energies more on exciting things. You learn this, you learn that, you learn... You don't have to put that much emphasis. You have to, but you don't have to invest your energy so much in what? In the, in the consistency of the everyday simple Yerushalayim, simple things. You can invest more in the hu ha ah, elements of Yiddishkeit that are exciting. But when you're entering into kind of a tough situation in life, you're going through a difficult place, you're, or you're exposing yourself to things like this, then you have to anchor down very strong on your daily Yiddishkeit, on basic things that are so essential, that are just, to me, on your negel Vassar, on, on, on your on your Mita, on your the on the consistent. And that's the only thing that carries you through, is you have to be rock solid in your consistency. And the exciting, that, that's good. But that's not so important right now. It, it, when, when you have already, things calm down and you're in a better place, go for it. Because you can create amazing things with that excitement. But when it comes to challenging times, you gotta, you gotta what you call it, a hunker down? You gotta hunker. When you fall from the higher things, you can always fall back on the constant amun. That, that's generally the idea that we're learning.